can I shake him underneath the car so that he, he like whacks his head under the under on the undercarriage? <laughs> like a rug or something? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Sam, Marco, get the fuck in here. They're trying to bust in the goddamn basement. <laughs> uh some other kind of um what's the word? Uppers. Psychedelic? Just Not uppers? psychedelics. Uppers. Okay. Uh what's the meth? Coke? What, yeah, what do you classify like um a goob magabs? Uh, <laughs> PCP? Half Jacksons. Uh, the more you talk, the more I cannot process any words in my head. Poppers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's the fucking rave drug? God damn it. Ecstasy. Ecstasy, ecstasy. Whatever you classify that as. Barbituate. Wine coolers. <laughs> Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> All right. And we're missing somebody from Fancy Grounds. I think. Oh, no, it's still loading. Wait. That's all. White wine spritzer, 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 spritzer. Let's see. Where's that sweet, sweet bedroom? All right. We'll start with Sam and Marzo. So, you guys are at the scene of the accident. Um, you had. Marzo was just finishing talking to the police officer as he was walking away. He got called on his radio. And Sam had pulled a black duffel bag out of the truck, out of the wreckage, and was kind of slinking away with it. So we'll go from there. And there's some uh, dry cleaner person? Yeah, the truck had collided into a a dry cleaning store. Yeah. Does this guy see me with the bag or anything? Or I'm good? I'm stealthy enough? You made it stealth roll, and I think at that time you completed everything okay so i don't think he yeah he's just out there and kind of his wife beater and, and boxers because it's you know it's like 1 30 in the morning mm-hmm. so i'm gonna get that duffel bag and i'm gonna like sneak it out the side and try to get it into our car because that cop is distracted by marzo at the moment right yeah the cop is walking away from marzo now <clears throat> back towards his patrol car okay um, so i have no problem getting it back to our car yeah so marzo you can uh kind of make out the shadows of uh Sam approaching the big long black satchel. No, say Marzo, one of the dudes, the one guy is out, he's gone. Only the driver was in there. So like before he tells me that, like as the cop turns around and walks away, you can see Marzo doing like he's like doing that like flip off to the cop, but like not just like flipping him off. That thing where like you take your left hand and you like slam your arm as you put your put your right arm up in the uh, vertical like, position and flip them off. Like like your arm's wet or something and you're trying to get water off of it? You know what I'm talking about, right? It's not just flipping them off, but, you know. Are talking about the Mussolini? You, like, put your hand on your bicep and you, like, put your right hand up. Oh, like, that? Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like yeah. Like, and, then friends thing. and then he, he says something in, in Mexican that's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, more offensive than that? Something in Mexican. <laughs> Well, you know, something, you know, something that's more towards, towards, towards. Can't give us a word, Josh. Can't even try. <laughs> I don't, I don't know anything, anything outside of the Taco Bell menu. <laughs> Whenever I talk for as long as Josh does, I forget where I started. <laughs> How about that? Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, so then after he starts walking away, Sam, I guess... Yeah, tell us something about. They're gone. It's like, right. Uh, 
So hey, did you find my wallet? Or not my wallet, my my car registration? Mm, I didn't look for it. I just I found this bag and the other guy's out of there. So we either want to chase that guy or we want to hang out here for a while. What do you want to do? Uh, how big is this bag? It's like a knife, Nike size, like a knife duff bag that you would see at the gym. You know, about two uh, and a half feet or three feet or so. Uh, let's try to get the guy. Okay, let's right, just I'll... take the bag with us. Let's go. Let's get this mofo. So I throw the bag in the back of the van. And, right. uh The blood you said in the in the car was only because I know I asked this before, right? The blood is only the yeah. driver. Yeah, you could only. But it seemed to be obvious blood from the driver. Like because I have that bloodhound feet. I have that bloodhound merit. So I was like, oh, I could track him with blood maybe. Yeah, you did not see. I I did mention that uh, the driver was not wearing his seatbelt, and mm -hmm. the other guy. I said you could uh, see like some some damage from where the other passenger had been wearing a seatbelt, and maybe like the plastic clip on it broke a little bit or snapped. Um, so he did not appear to be injured in a way that caused him to bleed. We don't know how we're gonna find him, Marzo. Is he not bleeding? No, doesn't seem to be. He was wearing a seatbelt. Must have been the small. And uh, just the one thing to I guess bring up. I wanted to bring up. Uh, I was like, I gotta make sure I gotta say it at the beginning, and then I, I tried to go to sleep. Now I fucked up my order. I wanted to do everything. Um, so one thing that, regardless of like your character's demeanor or whatnot, but one like kind of important thing that happened last time that should kind of impact maybe the way Marzo acts and maybe Sam is what what thinks about Marzo is the whole scene about being confronted by someone who says they know that you're a vampire and then they're taking pictures of you. This could be like a very big like masquerade breach if that information were to get out, which in the Camarilla, if, like for example, it was found out that Marzo let some guy go that knew what he was and didn't do anything about it. Very likely that the Camarilla, like the sheriff, could be visiting you again if you don't fix the problem of this mortal, then they would probably either... If they couldn't find a mortal, they would probably just kill Marzo. Um, and this implicates all of Marzo's coterie as well. Because who's to say they don't have pictures of Sam or somebody else? So, I think Sam, you know, you saw them taking pictures or whatever of the truck. Um, or at least you know about it anyways. So, that's got to be weighing heavily on your mind that the, you guys are all kind of at risk now to being exposed to the general populace. Yeah, I figured. So I guess I'll open that duffel bag up. All right. So you zip it, unzip it, I mean, and uh, you can see there is a small little Sony black, like a smaller bag, about, you know, 12 inches in length. It says Sony on it. You see that, and then you see a bunch of empty little plastic bags. Uh, and all these little plastic bags have a green bunny sticker on the bag. Mars, you recognize bunny? this? Green bunny sticker? Yeah. Is it like, you know, the Playboy Bunny? Kinda. It actually kinda looks like uh, someone's holding their hand up. Oh, I think, did I put this? I'm pretty sure, yeah I did, here we go. Here's the logo. Looks like this, like the OK sign, but it also looks like a, a bunny. Marzo, you, you recognize this? This is some like drug brand? Oh, uh, no. I uh, don't know what this is. This is uh, weird. Anything else in there? It's weird stuff. <laughs> It's a shitty logo. Seen some things. <laughs> Is my car registration in there? <laughs> and uh, I'm going to DM somebody about something. I'm not going to say who it is, but I'm just going to let that be known. So check your Discord DM if you get one. 
dock message. Alright, so in the bag, yeah, you find a little a smaller Sony bag, and then all those like empty little plastic bags, and you can see like traces of like white powder, just kind of like all lining the the bag where they have fallen out of little plastic bags at some point. We have to give this to Paul. Let him identify it. All right. Um, so that's just around the Sony bag, right? We haven't opened up the Sony bag. Not yet. All right. Let's uh, let's open that up. Let's see. Maybe maybe there's a Walkman in there. All right. Well, give me a deck save to see if he survived the explosion. All right. So let's you see. open up the Sony bag, and oh, is that a, a joke? Little... Yeah, okay. yeah, joke. Um, <laughs> a really small like pocket. Uh, uh, camcorders that not a lot of people really use that much anymore but uh, very small I thought like the length of your hand basically a camcorder and then you can see like uh, also inside the case there's like the little clear plastic uh, SD card cases and there's uh, two cases in there and one of them has an SD card in it and the other one's empty more stuff for Paul to check out yep alright so <laughs> all this technology yeah let's take this technology and uh Oh no! Is there any signs for maybe where? Uh, maybe check for signs, even though there's no blood. You know what? Yeah, let me go back over to the car area and use my investigation tracking skill. Maybe I can find footprints or something. There's an alley directly uh, behind the truck, where right on the corner where it hit the uh, dry cleaning right. store. There's a alley there, but there's also that cop is still there. So you'll need to try not to be detected again, if you want to. All right, or Marza, do you want to distract? The, you want to take care of the cop, or do you want me to sneak is this over the, there? Is this the same cop? This is the, yeah, it's the same cop that you at the end of the last session uh, tried to get his phone number so you can guys can just talk <laughs> <laughs> about okay. anything. Give me a call. We'll talk. I think that the exchange went. All right. So uh, yeah, I'll go up. So he's running distractions. Him. Okay. All right. So when so we'll stop there with you guys and jump back over to the hotel. So Paul and uh, Lightning Red are in the hotel room. Uh, this is the supposed the supposed a uh, haunted hotel room where some murder had taken place uh, many many years ago. And uh, we will also say this is where Alexander has caught up with the group. He found out through Camel that you guys were down at the hotel. Asked around at the front desk was able to get uh, your room number. And uh, Alexander, you're outside this room on the ninth floor. Okay. Um, can I hear anything outside? Uh, no, you're just outside the room, but you think they might be inside. Mm. <laughs> Walk away. <laughs> I want to put my ear you know there and see if I can hear what's going on inside. <clears throat> All right, what, what does he hear there, uh, Paul? Uh, uh, uh. I knew I'm gonna try I to text. We'll come back later. So uh, we just played one of the the jazz singer songs who was murdered here back in the day in the '70s, and uh, Red was trying to kind of inexpertly call her spirit out um, with his incredibly limited knowledge of these things, and he just kind of uh, as the song winds down, he just looks over at Paul and he's like. I don't know, Paul. Why don't you give it a shot, man? I think you're more sensitive than me. I guess I want to use my premonition thing. Or, well, see if there's anything about, like, some ghost event that's happening in this room. Okay. Um, let's see here. Yeah, okay. 
right if your intention is to use it to find like some clue about the room i think that's fine i don't know if it works so well with uh like past events or things like that but um in terms of the current condition of the room yeah you can use it so go ahead and give me the check which was since you're provoking it it's a rouse check and then make a uh, resolve plus aspects check so you got a little bit hungry it increases to two here's some dice Ooh. <laughs> all right uh so um you go into your your trance or whatever and you start seeing visions of yourself and um you are inside the same room uh the decor is a little different though uh there's a little more of that uh off yellow color and greens that you associate with the 70s and um you can see yeah, there's you and there's about six other yous and a couple of yous are like st- spread out on the bed like uh, partially declothed uh there's a couple other of yous uh, doing some drugs and uh while you're while you are watching all of you you feel totally in control like there's like this mass of you know depravity in front of you they're all getting high and drinking and whatnot and you're just kind of looking at the group wondering which one you want first and uh then there's like a flash you kind of black out and then you open your eyes again and everyone in the room is dead there's about six or seven bodies just sprawled out and there's one of you on the bed and for some reason you're looking at this one individual and um you feel like this sense of like uh disgust and pity at the same time and then there's like another flash and then the room is clean and there's nobody in it but you can still see this one individual this one you that was on the bed uh you just see like this pool of blood that seems to sink through the bed onto the floor and then you snap out of your trance is that individual dead on the bed uh you had the feeling that they're dead but they're not dead okay um did I get the sense when I was like totally in control and like flashed and then woke up and there was just one individual on the bed that was the only person right like there wasn't was I seeing like me standing there like in a person looking at a person or just like a person alone in the room on the bed you were there looking at that person okay with the disgust and pity right yeah and they were still alive at that point yes Okay. They were they were they were not they were alive but not in the normal sense. Okay. All right then. And then it ends, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Premonition that's once per scene, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I guess I'll snap out of it. Uh say to lightning kind of taken back from what I saw and a little aroused at all of the blood and orgy and whatnot. Uh, just kind of soak it in. And I got like a slight smile on my face uh, well lightning something terrific happened here <laughs> yeah what I, was that well as far as I can tell there was a uh, a party let's say and uh, it seems that a, a kindred killed everyone maybe and then might have been killed themselves I'm really not not killed but you know attempted to be killed here on the bed there hmm. I think maybe we should focus on that and I think our guy might have uh, been involved. So uh, enough with this Which guy are you music. talking about? You know, the uh, our friend in the basement. Oh, shit. Yes. Well, makes sense. Yes. So. Yeah, How the hell are you still rolling around down there? 
Gotta have somebody feed him or something, right? I'm not sure, and it seems like somebody tried to kill him on the bed. I don't, um, I don't really know a lot about how we might die, but he definitely lost a lot of blood. And, uh, Lightning just kind of looks at the bed, and he's like, Uh, did you see her in your reverie? Did I see what? The singer, McLean. Um, would I recognize the singer? <laughs> well, since everyone in your vision looks like you. Um... Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Was someone Probably singing? Not. <laughs> uh, what about clothes? Time, no. <laughs> would they have clothes, my clothes yeah. on, too? <laughs> uh, my image is that they just look like you in every way. So your clothes, your, your glasses, okay. your hairstyle. So Paul kind of pauses for a second and says, no, I, I didn't see her, but um, it doesn't really work that way. Alright, well... Was there music playing? Uh, there was some music playing, but you were so focused on the scene that you really couldn't grasp it. Okay. But yeah, there was music. I guess Paul would stay silent on that point for the moment. I wonder how it all fit together. Yeah, um... Well, I can say that a lot of people died in this room, so if we want to continue, we might be able to divine something, but I don't have any real clues about how to get in contact with one of them. What else could we do? Maybe we... Hmm. He kind of turns to the side and looks at the floor, like, just thinking. He's like, what if we uh, bring some company in this room, recreate the scene a little bit? And he just kind of like looks over his sunglasses at Paul. Paul's eyes light up a little bit. He's like, "Yeah, I yes, I think we might we might try that." Where can Only we find problem the is, it's gonna be tough, cause there ain't nobody else in this fucking hotel to get a victim up here without a uh, that old bartender and Katie down at the front desk seeing uh, everything. It would be risky. Fortunately, there's cameras all over this place these days. I don't see another way, though. Well, I don't think we could have any fun, even if we did recreate it. You know, you just have to get people up here. I, d- I don't know if we can do this. Uh, did not see the let's recreate the orgy plan coming. <laughs> and uh, he clarifies. I mean, just like, you know, we just get somebody up here. We feed off them. Nothing too crazy. Just something a jog at spirit memory. I suppose so. But uh, the scene was quite spectacular so I don't think we would be able to do something like that without getting uh, exposed it's just just too public mm-hmm. well Alexander, and kind of... Alexander what are you doing at the door there I'm just <clears throat> I've got both my hands on the door with my right ear pressed up against it and my my face is changing accordingly to what I'm hearing on the other side of the door Paul's uh, keen senses can detect the uh the shadows at the bottom of the door you know where you can see like someone's foot outlined a bit uh you can see that uh i like put i like signal to like shut up you know like put my finger in front of my face and then like do the eyes thing and then point at the door and then like point at my ear and uh lightning just follows his finger and and then looks back at him and nods and kind of makes a determined face and pulls his snub nose revolver out of his jacket. I guess Paul will also take his uh, his gun out and then walk over to the door. And when the gun behind his back, like, open up the door. All right. I'm saying the door just suddenly opens in front of you. 
Whoa! It's just the creep. What's going on, guys? Get in here. And he puts his uh, gun back in his his uh, coach's jacket, like shaking his head, and like, you stupid motherfucker, you gonna get shot sneaking around like that. Oh, you're right. I always listen to you. You always give me good advice. Hey, Alexander, you spent some time in a graveyard. Do you know anything about ghosts, spirits, well, and things like that? I didn't really spend time in a graveyard. I spent time in the basement of a church. Sound creepy enough. Yep. I assume you were listening to our conversation? I was trying to, but it was just so exciting. I'm not sure I remember anything that you said. Right. Uh, <laughs> How the fuck that worked? <laughs> well, it was very exciting. That's all. Okay. Just kind of looks <laughs> at Paul and shakes his head. But I'm down with this orgy plan. This sounds like a, a right hoot. I think it might be too risky. Well, maybe if we just have a normal orgy, but I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's a good idea. Well, we need to find some kind of way, find some more information about what's going on in this building without tipping our hand or making whatever problem there is worse. And without well, directly confronting that damn thing in the basement, whatever the fuck it is. The whole idea is to cleanse it, right? If you guys have some blood or something, I can give it a taste and see what I can find out. There was quite a bit of blood that uh, fell through onto the floor under the bed. It might... The bed hasn't moved, right? The bed seems to be in the same general position as it was in your vision. Okay. The carpeting Uh, and, like, the the tapestries and shit are different now, but, yeah. Okay. Um, So, the room seems to have been renovated, but you might be able to get some residue off of the subfloor. Is that uh, something that would work for your talents? Alexander licks his lips. Well, there's only one way to find out. Alright. Paul pulls out his pocket knife. Hands it to Alexander. Okay, I guess I want to... Let's lift up the bed and let's see if... I don't know. I'm, I'm going to search for dried blood, I guess. Okay. Um, How many years ago so, was this? Uh, let's see. 50 years ago? 70s? Depending yeah. on when the hotel was renovated, 40 to 50 years. Mm-hmm. So give me a... Can I help him search somehow with my bloodhound ability or something? Bloodhound. Doesn't yeah, necessarily sure apply, but I don't know. Um, Story-wise. I'll give him an extra dot. I'll give you an extra dot and roll me an intelligence and investigation. Alright. Oh, yeah, I have heightened senses, too, but low awareness. Imagine that. Take on my heightened senses and, like, see if I'm hearing or, like, sensing anything. Let's see. Wait, one, two, three, four, five. Okay. Um, well, looks like you got it anyways. Give me an extra die. You got an extra die from uh, assistance. Let's just roll me a d10. There's another one. All right. So... You find nothing on the surfaces. You check the bed frame and all that kind of stuff, and you're sliding the bed around, and then it only leads to you having to remove a section of carpet. Um, so you take that knife that uh, Paul gave you, and you cut out the carpet, and you rip up to reveal the uh, hardwood floor underneath. And some good lighting and whatnot, you can see some uh, definite discoloration in that section of the wood around the bed compared to the rest of the floor and uh, can only assume that this had soaked up some sort of liquid, possibly blood, at some point in time. 
and that Whatever this is kind smell of it. <clears throat> smell it or wouldn't he be able to smell it being a vampire and blood sorcerer and all that I'm gonna say given the age and whatnot it's uh you know really old dried blood um but if you want to try to use your taste for blood thing um I'm willing to let you try it at kind of a very high difficulty given the circumstances well the taste for blood is just to <clears throat> determine whose it was basically okay so what uh, what exactly do you want to do then? well I'm I'm there searching for blood for I mean we're trying to find this one particular okay. person right well you found blood well I guess I'll taste it all right well. then <laughs> <laughs> what's the, what's the method for this you're just gonna run your tongue along the floor uh, I've got uh, the knife. I'm going to I'm going to take it and see if I can scrape a little bit of it up. And uh, lightning okay, just like yeah. standing up with his hands on his hips, and then he just points generally at the floor where Alexander is, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, accumulate, accumulate some of it, accumulate it." I'm accumulating, uh, sir. And he leans over towards Paul, and he's like, "He gonna accumulate it, and he gonna he gonna taste it." do that weird shit he do all right so you're very carefully kind of uh removing some of the, some some surface stains i guess from the wood and that'll take a little bit of time so as you're working on that we'll jump back over to marzo and uh sam <clears throat> so you guys are going to try to pursue the guy uh, one of the other passengers from the truck are you uh, going with the whole distraction and distraction thing yep Okay, so how are you going to distract him? Uh, did I get his name the last time? What was this cop's name? Um, I don't think I wrote it down anywhere. So we will. No, McGillicuddy. It was not McGillicuddy. He's had. He has McGillicuddy's car, and he told you that uh, McGillicuddy was let go for like some construction, uh, con- corruption or a charge or something like that. Not construction. <laughs> he was okay, fired I for building a house. Confidence. He was a terrible cop. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. So we'll call this guy uh, Lieutenant Ferrigno. Ferrigno. So, uh, yeah, Mars was like, Yo! Yo, Ferrigno! And uh, he kind of pulls his head away from his his radio and kind of gives a strained look as you engage with him again in conversation. Yeah, what is it, buddy? Yo, did you get my phone number? In case you know you, uh, in case you find my car registration. Yeah, we just talked about this, like, not even a minute ago. Yeah, but I think I only gave you my <laughs> cell phone number, so sometimes, you know, if I'm at home, maybe my phone, you know, my phone's dead. Maybe you, you want to talk, you know? <laughs> it's better to call me on my landline, you know? Just about, you know, stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you, uh, I guess I should get you the number. Hold on. And he just pulls out, like, a little pen and pad, and he just walks over to you. He's like, all right, give me your land number. Uh, it's, uh, it's a five, five, five. <laughs> five, five, what, you, you fucking with me? No, that's five, five, five. I can't give my real fucking number during a stream. What if some psycho calls and it calls some random You're... person because fourth wall, guys. Yeah. Five, five, five. Third wall. Uh, actually, uh, eight, six, seven, five. <laughs> <laughs> 309 <laughs> Alright man We're fucking with me He just closed no, his No 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 Here Here Why don't we uh, Why don't you add me on uh, Facebook 
<laughs> Alright, so what's Sam doing while this is going on? I'm sneaking over the alley and using my tracking skills and looking for some kind of uh, maybe like running feet, footprints, you know? Kind of spaced apart more than just somebody walking. Alright, so let's do uh, two rolls real quick. Give me composure and stealth. Oh. <laughs> okay. I get these a lot. <laughs> um. All right. So you uh, make your way over to the car, and uh, as you're doing this, Mars, I was talking about, uh, right in the middle of saying next a six seven five three zero nine, when the cop is like, seems very agitated. Um, you are like, you find the best course to try to get around to the vehicle over that spot again. Uh, for some reason, maybe it's the flashing lights, it's the, the pressure of the cop being right behind you, uh, but you can't help but to just like a leap, like a fucking mountain lion. Like a, They're trying to be stealthy, but you kind of leap from the hood of the car over to the truck, and as you're like flying through the air um, and landing on the, like the truck like a cat almost, the cop just kind of like turns his head and like just, Marzo can see the cop kind of like just look over. As you're like leaping through the air, and the uh, guy that's out in his boxers, and his wife beater. As soon as you land on the truck, he just kind of lets out a yelp, like, <laughs> and uh, the cop immediately just kind of puts his hand on his gun and he starts walking towards the car. And he's like, "Excuse me, sir," and he kind of like just puts his hand up towards Marzo, like gesturing not to move. He's hollering at me though. Yeah, he's yelling hard at you. He's approaching you with his hand on his his holster. So should I be aggressive right now, since it was a bestial failure, or? Does it just um, make me do that, something? Yeah, like you just like did this like a supernatural leap from one car okay. to the other. It doesn't um, necessarily make me aggressive or anything. It doesn't make you frenzy or anything. No. Okay. <clears throat> it's just for so that I'm moment, gonna... for the task that you're trying to complete, you kind of let the beast so complete it for you. It's gonna whip around and be like, "I'm looking for the registration." <laughs> and then the cop will just stop for a moment. Then he'll kind of like look back at Marzo, now maybe making some connection that you guys are related to each other in some way and um he's like sir get off the car this is an active crime scene get off the car right now all right <laughs> and i'll hop down and, and as, walk as he's the saying alley. that you see that the guy at the dry cleaners he's like did you see he jumped so high how did he jump so high wow and, uh, <laughs> what <laughs> what you wow fuck you <laughs> <laughs> Marzo, you want to take him out for some uh, Kung Pao chicken? <laughs> Marzo just uh, yeah, shrugs and is like, yo, we're about to, we're about to become friends, right? On uh, the Facebook. <laughs> so the officer uh, is transfixed on Sam right now. And uh, Sam, being a vampire and whatnot, you can, you're, you're used to being able to see signs of fear. And uh, humans, and uh, maybe he got a glimpse of what you did. Whatever it's, whatever it is, it just got him. It's got him shook a little bit, and uh, you can see his outstretched hand as he's got one, his right hand on his holster and his left hand out, like in a stop motion. His hand is kind of shaking, um, and he's like, "Just get off the vehicle, sir. Get off the vehicle right now." Yeah. And step over to my patrol car. So I hop down, and I uh, ask the Asian dude, "You see, you see a guy come out of this truck?" And step away from the car, sir, as you're having this conversation. And uh, let's see, the uh, the Asian gentleman is also kind of shaken as you talk to him. As you leap off the car, and he kind of takes a step back, and he just kind of he just nods and he points down the alley. 
don't, don't, don't go down to the alley. You told me to get away from the car. <laughs> I'm gonna go towards the alley. Alright, so as you walk away from his vehicle and the vehicle's down the alley, which is away from the scene, basically, okay. um, he just shouts out and he said, Stop! Stop! St- motherfucker! And then he just kind of like turns back to Marzo and he like puts his gun out. He pulls his gun out and he points it at Marzo and he's like, what the Step fuck? over to my vehicle. Put, what the fuck did I do? Right Step over to I my vehicle. I thought we were right going to be friends. What the hell? Step over to my vehicle right now, sir. What the fuck? So, like, uh, Marzo's just like shrugging, looking around, like looking at the. Asian guy, like the fuck's this guy talking about? <laughs> and as are you, are you moving over to his vehicle? Are you complying? Yeah, I, I guess so. Dude's got a fucking gun. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're scared of guns. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you just get shot up and stabbed like a couple <laughs> nine weeks ago? Uh, anyways, I mean so, that that yeah. wasn't me playing them. That was that's true. That was someone else. I would. Ah, so you listen to it. Uh, I did. So he'll, he'll move you over to the car, and he'll just say, it's like, you and your buddy and your fucking registration, I'm about to put you under arrest for d- disrupting a scene here. It's an active crime scene. He said, just sit in my car, and he just opens up the door. So I figure out what the fuck to do with you. No, we're trying to help you. You should be thanking us, trying to find my car registration. This this investigate this scene has nothing to do with your registration, sir. Just get in the car. Get in the car. That's the real sit crime. <laughs> You know, I, I know how this is. If I was, if I was, uh, maybe if I was white, you'd be treating me a little differently. And he just, he has this look <laughs> of, like, this very, uh, confused and mix of, like, worry and, uh, deep thought as he's, like, as he's, he's almost think like he's thinking about, like, McGillicuddy at this point, since he's, like, replaced this guy for, for this kind of shit. And he's, like, uh, man, just fucking get in the car. That's not what this is about. Just get in the car. Yo, if it's that what it's about, then why do I need to get the fuck in the car? What did I do? Alright, so in the uh, interest of time, let's have you make a roll to see if you can get out of this. So, you can give me a persuasion. Let's see, we'll do uh, charisma and persuasion, which is just one die. Go figure, the gangbanger is not very persuasive. I don't know. Could intimidate. <laughs> yeah, if you want to, if you want to change what you're saying to be more like, I it doesn't feel like intimidation right now. It just seems like you're trying to, you know, get on the good side. Nada. He's like, come on, man, let's just, just don't give me a bunch of shit. I got, we got an ambulance on the way. Just fucking get in the car. Yo, is this an arrest? I didn't break any laws. I'm just asking to sit in the car, man. Yeah, I don't want to sit in your car. I got my own car. Hey, you see my car? Come over here. Let me show you, let me show you what I got. <laughs> Sir, do not walk away from me. No, you, get I, in my vehicle. Believe me, once you see this, you're, you're gonna, oh, uh, you're gonna be knocked knocked out of your socks. Let me just say that, knocked right out of your socks. <laughs> he like leans down to his uh, his radio and he radios it in. He's like, I need another. I need another. Get Joe back over here. I need some more backup. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, I see. When it's what I need, that guy doesn't have to be here. But when it's something that you need, he gets to come back. I see how it is. Kid's fucking dead over there. And it's only because of what? I want to show you my Honda Odyssey that you got to get backup? What the fuck? So this is your your car. We will investigate your vehicle and find a registration. Just sit in my car so I can finish this. 
Why don't I just sit in my car? It's way better. <laughs> Look, um, this kind of like persuasive kind of talk, you've already failed your role. So unless you're going to try a different tactic, uh, this is going to go nowhere. <laughs> Politics. <laughs> but I mean, this is what he just keeps doing, though. So, I mean, he's he's got a choice to be either physical or I don't know. He's got to he's got to neutralize the situation, right? Well, I mean, I'm just asking Marzo if you're gonna if you're gonna just keep asking him to go to your vehicle. That's not gonna happen. If you're gonna just yeah. move to your vehicle, then I'll I'll progress with the scene. All right. Yeah, Marzo's gonna go back to his car. All right. So as you're walking away, he just shouts out one more time, "Sir, if you don't go back to your vehicle, I will arrest you." What are you gonna arrest me for? For disrupting it, disrupting a crime scene. I didn't do anything. I didn't even go you to the crime buddy. scene. Look, look, man. He just like starts walking closer towards you, and he like starts to reach for like his cuffs. He's like, "Turn around, turn around." Yo, this is fucked up, man. I gotta get me a lawyer. Yeah, that's fine. I would too. And he starts to reach to uh, put the cuffs on you. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be fair with you. And uh, so are you letting him put the cuffs on, I'm assuming? Yeah, I'm letting him put the cuffs on. Okay. So he puts the cuffs on you and he starts to like push you towards his car. <laughs> this is about 2 o'clock in the morning now. And he just opens the door and uh, puts you uh, on the back seat. <clears throat> and he closes the door. And as soon as he closes the door, you can just hear him uh, outside the vehicle just go. And he kind of like just leans against the car and looks at the truck. And uh, let's jump back to, or actually, let's give <laughs> Sam a chance. So, Sam, I uh, did not let you do your other role yet, which is um, investigation. So, you'll get your plus one die for tracking. And uh, let's see, we'll do, uh, yeah, intelligence investigation with an extra die. Okay. Um, so, you are looking through like just a dirty alley filled with trash cans and debris and broken glass and stuff and it's pavement right so there's not like there's big muddy footprints anywhere uh but what you do find uh as you have investigated the uh duffel bag already is you do find a, another uh, empty plastic bag with a little green bunny mark on it at the end of the alley uh and this alley as you get to the end of it you're able to see the hotel in the distance actually and he either went towards the hotel or he went uh, left or right down the street. But he ran through this alley for sure. Okay. And I can't pick up anything other than that. Okay. Yeah. It's really kind he's... of a hard scene. Well, yeah, he's definitely got a, a head start and everything else. Yeah. So, all right. So I'll head back out of the alley to where Marzo is. <laughs> all right. So you come back out of the alley. You see Marzo's big bald head at the back of, in the back of the cop car. And as you approach, the cop kind of pops up. What the hell? Oh, wait, sorry. Give you a chance. Are you being stealthy or are you just walking out? I'm going to stealth out. Okay. I'll let you keep your roll then. Um, or no. Let's see. You'll we'll need to re-roll since you one. failed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're just Please. cat leaping everywhere. Okay. You're good this time. Uh, so, yeah. You sneak out of the alleyway. Uh, you can see the cop kind of lean against the cop car. And you can hear uh, sirens of a uh, ambulance. Can I from uh, an opposite street? I'm trying to think of how I'm trying to imagine how it's parked. Like, could I get to the opposite door from where he put Marzo in and open it? Let's see. I will show you the uh, 
out of the map again. So, yeah. And where's so the alley? Number fourteen, and the alley is right there on the uh, other side of the truck, straight ahead of the truck. Okay, so I come through here, and underneath that awning, mm -hmm. or or you know what, I could go onto the roof of this building, drop off because I have my feather fall and all that. And drop <laughs> You're off. really looking for a real way to use that. Huh? Yeah, why not? And stealthily, uh, and I'll and I want to open the police car door, and get Marzo out, and then we can take oh. off. All right. So the cop is on the other side of the car, like on the south side of the car or whatever. This is back to the alley. And, um, yeah, you can easily uh, slide your way around there in any way you please. Um, there's not a lot of people around. Uh, you hear the sirens kind of help cover up the sound of your footfalls and everything, too. And uh, you're able to make your way over to the door. And uh, you see Marzo. He's just kind of sitting there, you know, pouting, I guess. You hear, like, you can lip read a little bit and see him say odyssey something 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 <laughs> <laughs> and uh you can hear the car door kind of silently open and i'll i want to make i want to do a different role for this because it's kind of a different thing you're interacting with something else okay so give me a uh, composure and uh i would say larceny oh i don't have larceny so maybe composure. just composure then yeah okay well i got too many dice on why i just click straight well, let me try that again yeah, just click the die right beside You're giving me too many. It's giving me two, four, six, eight. I should only have four. It, like, doubles it for me occasionally, too. I don't know what the fuck's going on with it. It seems to double it whenever you just try to roll your straight attributes for some reason. I'll then just add larceny, yeah. Yeah. Oh, baby, um, baby, baby, baby. Uh, so, while keeping your stealth, you are able to pop the door open like you know you put one hand on the door on the part of the door where you assume like the sound would generate from the latching like you put your yeah. hand over that to muffle it and you pop open the door and, and i put one hand against the car it. you know yeah, to yeah, like yeah. pull it open and uh, even to the point like while, while you open it you can hear the the fading sound of silence to the voice of marzo talking about how how much it's going to cost to replace the glass in his vehicle because it's you know specialty glass or something like that and uh even to the point where Marzo doesn't even notice that you've opened the door. Marzo, let's go. We'll get these cuffs off later. Yo, yo, Sam, yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Keep it down, keep it down. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll be quiet. <laughs> All right, did you really just do that? Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like cuffs you... anything for vampires? Like, can, couldn't vampires just snap them off? Uh, probably. Is it like a strength yeah, check kind strength of thing? Score. Yeah, okay. and Marzo is like a fucking bull, so. Okay. And he's got. None of uh. No, he's got the protein for two, so. Alright, so as you say that, <laughs> uh, the cop is gonna kind of just kind of pop up, and uh, he'll just, just turn around, just like very casually, like he just heard something, and uh, sees uh, Marzo sliding out of an open door of his car. <laughs> And uh, not not seeing uh, Sam, and uh, he just immediately just pulls his gun and he's just like, "Son of a bitch, what's wrong with you? Get in the fucking car!" And he starts to round the car on the other side. What do you do? I'm gonna slide under. Under the car? Yeah. All right. So he you very definitely slide underneath the car. I'm and, gonna open uh, the door on the other side. <laughs> All right. What <laughs> is this? <laughs> this is like uh, musical chairs or something. All right, so the cop rounds. So, yeah, Marzo, you got your feet sticking out of the car. The cop is rounding the, the other side of the vehicle now to your side, which would be like the left side of the car, like the left uh, rear passenger side. And uh, 
he just has his gun focused on you and uh sam you're able to slide under there and he just sees the door open on the other side and uh, marzo <laughs> you see here the cop's eyes bulge and he's like <laughs> he just sprints around to the other side of the car what do you do um i guess slide uh... back under <laughs> I assumed you were still under there. Like, okay, you just okay. kind of reached up to pop it open. And... Okay, okay. <laughs> Mars is like, yo, your doors are all fucked up. They keep opening up. <laughs> Mars has just got, like, all these opportunities to run. He just keeps talking. Put <laughs> <laughs> my drink out just now. Uh, so he runs over there, and you open the door, the cop just shuts the door. And, uh... He'll yep. he'll open up like uh, his side of his driver's side door. He's still got his like gun fixated, uh, like pointed at Marzo, like through the glass or whatever. And he'll open up his door, and uh, it looks like he hits some sort of button, and uh, the door locks on the opposite side. And uh, he makes his way back around to the other side of the car to Marzo, and he's like, "Yeah, I fixed my fucking doors. Now get in the car." Well, yo, that wouldn't have happened if you had a Honda. You know, these uh, it's a Ford, right? Yeah. You know. You're lucky there's all this shit in the papers about police brutality recently, or I would fucking do something else about this. You're yo, really Will, yo, me. yo, yo, what the fuck? Hearing what the that. fuck, man? What the fuck, Hearing man? It. Why you say such shit like that, man? You trying to build up a... with me. Get in the no, car, you're trying man. to build then... up an image around the community. So hearing that, I'm gonna activate my feral weapons. Alright. I guess I don't have to, so... no. I'm just gonna I just wanna reach out and just grab the cop by his leg and like pull him under the car. <laughs> Just like it. <laughs> In terms of like physical space, that's probably not going to be possible for you to like suck them under there. I mean, you're like your <laughs> chest. No, until like, you try. Dragging. Like, I'm picturing. I'm picturing Mar Mars is sitting on the back seat with his legs hanging out the door, right? Yep. And the cop yep. is standing there giving him, giving mm -hmm. his Miranda rights or whatever. Yeah. Hey, he didn't give me. He didn't give me my Miranda rights. First off, that's. So I just want to. I want to like reach through Marzo's two legs that are, that are there. Just, like, reach through and grab the, the cop. Okay, so you're trying to trip him up, basically. Yeah. So, okay. Alright, so we'll do that roll, and then we're going to jump back over to the other yeah. group. Um, so, let's see. What would be appropriate for that? Let's say strength plus... Brawl. I guess we'll just go brawl. Yeah. So it's a wrestling move, I guess. And let me see. How does this work? You got... Um, if he's Potence. surprised, I think the difficulty is one. I'll give you an extra. I'll give you an extra die, even. Dude, I mean, I get an extra anyway because of my, my thing, right? My my uh, toughness or whatever. Don't quote Potence. me on That's that though. Maybe about. look it up. I don't know. Okay. I'll just take I think it's in the rules cheat sheet. Okay. Where is it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's it's gonna be normal difficulty just because of Sam's positioning. <laughs> it's not yeah, like you can get like perfect leverage or whatever. Yeah, I'm under a fucking car. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> Alright, let's see. And, I, and I'll have my... What is it? Is it resilience? Is that what it counts for? Or is it a lethal body? Lethal body. I'm guessing what I'm getting the extra die for. Okay. Yeah. So I'll do that again. Because it can go strength plus brawl. Yeah. Plus... There we go. Whole lot of shaking going on. Um, yeah. So critical success is what it says. <laughs> Um, so Sam, you're just sitting there, like, give, or not Sam, but uh, Marzo's sitting there giving the cop shit, and then you can see the cop, like, at, at, when you first started this, all your exchanges, while it was, you know, exasperating for him, he, like, maintained his composure, but you can see now he's, like, starting to lose it, and, like, you can see in his eyes, like, you know, 
you're on the streets all the time. You know this look from a cop. Like, he's just looking for a reason to, like, maybe just give you, like, a non-lethal gun wound to, like, your, your like, ass or something like that. Um, some fleshy part of your body. And uh, as he's getting ready to put his hand on you to, like, force you all the way back on your ass in the car so he can close it, he sticks his hand out to lean towards you. And then, like, in a cartoonish kind of way, like a vacuum or something, you just see him go... And like he just slams on his back and slides like about halfway under the car as like Sam sucks him down in there. <laughs> and then he just screams out like, <gasps> like he's, you know, straight up fear. And uh, we'll jump back over to the other group. So you have removed the carpet from underneath the bed. Uh, you've like scraped a bunch of samples off the wood floor. And uh, that's where you're at. What are you doing? Okay. How much do you think I managed to get up? Hard to tell. A lot of discolored wood. Hard to say how much blood is actually in there. Not like, not like flaked blood. Yeah, it's not like paint. I mean, it's it's like soaked into the grains of the wood. Okay. But mm-hmm. you, you guys have seen a lot of blood on stuff before in your time. Uh, it would have taken a lot of blood to sink this deep into wood. I think I'd like to take the uh, wood that I've scraped up and make make it a uh, blood tea bag, and I'd like to put it in some hot water. All right, I'm uh, going to extract the blood, and then I'm going to taste it after about maybe five minutes of steeping. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, Red and uh, Paul are watching this go on. You know, it has like the cheap little tea kettle in the room that you could use to accomplish that. And Red just kind of uh, mutters to Paul, he's doing that wizard shit. Yeah, he's doing something. Um, I'm going to give this another go and Paul kind of like rubs his hands together puts them to out bread out like a preacher almost he's like mm-hmm. spirits you you died violently you were murdered in this room speak to me show me that you're here and having just I, remembered that there is in fact a tea kettle in there I walk over and flip it on while I watch Paul do his thing uh, with heightened okay. senses is there like anything going on with a maybe more powerful uh, Auspex ability, you might be able to accomplish something like that with just the heightened senses. Uh, you have a you know keen awareness of all the sounds and changes in the room, but uh, you don't hear any voices or anything call out to you after you say that. Nothing changes, like no reactions or anything? No reactions. Mm-hmm. Come on, no, you guys have like been playing uh, Phasmophobia no for like weeks now. You know, how to, you know how this works. <laughs> nope, got it. Um, Good correlation, by the way. I'm glad we're doing this session right now. Uh, well, Lightning, I think this is a dead end. I'm, uh, I guess let's see what Mr. Blood has going on. I just, I just don't get these ghosts. Do we need a priest or something? Fuck if I know. If we was in Louisiana, I could call a voodoo man, but I think they in short supply here in Southern California. Maybe. Don't, um, isn't there like a Mexican voodoo thing? Oh, Santeria? I, I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. Shit, maybe we should ask Marzo. Is, yeah, I guess that, that could work. Is he Mexican? <laughs> I think so. He look like it, don't he? he I can't really tell with those people. But, uh... All right, so you guys are talking, and uh, during that time, your buddy over there is making the brew. And uh, you've made... This is some sort of liquid. I'm not really sure how the coloring changes 
over time <laughs> uh, but you've separated some kind of uh, gross looking liquid from the wood okay I'm gonna leave my tea bag in there to keep it strong I'm sure there's other things in there besides blood that you'll be drinking but uh, well, that's okay I'm dead I'm not that worried about it <laughs> I'll eat poop I'll eat the poop all right so why would there be it. poop why would there be poop in there People step in a lot of things and then they walk on their floors with the shoes on. Come on. It was under the bed. Under the carpet. How, <laughs> how would there be poop? You, you never can tell. poop right, smearing so going on in hotel rooms. Who knows? Plus blood sorcery. Normally this is difficulty. Wait, are you doing taste for blood? What are you doing exactly? Is that what you're doing? I'm doing right? taste for blood, yeah. yeah okay. So I'm going to bump up the difficulty on this given the situation. Let's see. Three. You got two done. Resolve. <clears throat> uh, no, I won't do that. I'll just keep it standing difficulty. It's already three, which is difficult. So, All right. So, go ahead. Give me the roll. Is it just taste for blood or what is it? It's taste for blood. Yep. That's it? Okay. Yep. Oh, wait, shit. How, how do you do this? Oh, wait, wait, shit. How do you do this? How do you uh, roll so taste for blood? It's uh, hit the plus sign on your um, blood sorcery. Yeah. And then yeah. roll uh, resolve on the first tab under attributes. I got you. Okay. And at the plus sign, just the die. There you go. Holy shit. You needed all Fuck three yeah. and you got all three of them. <laughs> all right. I am the blood um, sorcerer. All right. Let's see. I don't know the rules about old blood and stuff, but I'm just going to say this works because it was a good idea. How um, does he drink it? Well, through the yes, yeah, separated. Yeah, go ahead. Alexander, being in you know an old British subject, he knows how to make a good cup of tea, even though he despises where it comes from. But he, he never forgot. He no, no, he no, he's not. So he takes the he takes the you know discarded wood, and there, there's no poop in here. He assures everyone, and he. He takes it and he puts it in a, you know, he just reaches into his jacket pocket and he pulls out a tea strainer. Because of course he has a tea strainer. He's Alexander. Why wouldn't he have a tea strainer? He's a tea strainer. And he very, very lovingly, very, you know, delicately takes his t takes his fingers and he just kind of sifts the, the, the wood and blood and whatever into the tea strainer. And then with a snap, closes the tea strainer, puts it in the mug pours some nice hot water into it. Watches the steam rise. One minute goes by. Three minutes goes by. One more minute goes by, but not yet. Five minutes. Wait for five minutes. He can feel the eyes in the room. He knows that Paul's trying to do something weird over there. But he's he's taking his time. He knows how to make a good cup of tea. And it's not five minutes yet. Five minutes. He's counting it down. Ten more seconds. Seven more seconds. Two more seconds, and it's done! He takes out the tea strainer, looks at it. Don't point your tongue. Like he, a, he, he feels like he got a little bit, like a good little bit of it out. He, he looks at the tea strainer, it's just it's just got a, a slight tinge of, of irony goodness in it. And he puts it back in the water and gives it a slight stir. He brings it up to his lips, but not not yet. He has, he has to savor the bouquet. So he smells it. He can't quite he can't quite determine what it is. Is it oak? Is it blood? Probably is it poop? Probably blood. He hopes it's not poop. It's and finally, blood. he takes a sip. 
And uh, when you take that sip, you can determine a whole lot of different things uh, with this ability. And one of them is determining if the blood is from a mortal or a vampire or a ghoul, etc. And you can instantly tell it's like a whole mass, a mix of different flavors in here. There's like the dirt in the, in the floor that you get. It's like a roller coaster. It's like a, you try to describe it in a way like any like wine or like tea snob would. Like the first initial taste is like you know, hints of oak or something like that. And um, as you're going through that, you can taste mortal blood. And uh, you can also sense that whoever this blood belonged to, that it was, they would have loaded with drugs. They were feeling good. They were, you know, riding high and whatnot. And um, at the very end of it, like a really bad aftertaste or something like that, you get this big punch in your flavor buds uh, of the, the taste of vampire blood. And not just the vampire blood. This shit is potent. This is really strong. Um, and one of the uh, things that you can sense uh, in your ability is the relative generation of the blood of that vampire. And uh, not generation, I'm sorry, the blood potency is what you can sense. And based on that, you can kind of gauge what the generation is, how old the vampire is. And you would guess that the potency of this blood since there's no like real way to describe it, other than just saying the number out, is around uh, eight, where you guys are, what, blood potency one? Or your 12th generation, but your blood potency is one. Yeah. So some blood old- blood potency real- is like one. eight? Yes. Oh boy. Which puts it around maybe six or seventh gen. And when th- once that hits you, it's like, you, know, you get hit with like smelling salts or something, your head kind of like reels. And you feel like a little bit sick, overwhelmed. Can I tell whether all that blood That's happened? That's some of the varnish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can, I, can I tell whether all that blood was accumulated at the same time? Like, is it is the blood age the same? Can I tell? Uh, it's you cannot tell. Okay. All right. Well, That's what you got. good roll. <laughs> We got us an oldie here. Oh shit! It Already. worked, Paul. Yeah. What? Uh, what did you taste? I I re, I uh, I just say Feel what Jared to told everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like that's like horror show stuff. Like, there's no way we could do anything with that, right? This is big. Well, do we know anybody else who might have a blood potency like this anywhere close to this? Uh, you would uh, think it would be only the oldest vampires in the area. Um, and they tend to be uh, the ones that are in power. So it's very possible that so someone like the in Camarilla, like the prince, yeah, which could be a very possible uh, source. Ain't that, uh, that guy Joe say rumor was it was a prince who made that thing in the basement? The old prince, not the current prince. This might be a piece of the puzzle. Um, so there was the orgy. Everyone was killed, but two people survived. Two, well, I guess one of them might have been a kindred. Or both of them might have been kindred, is what I mean. Maybe whatever's in the basement tried to kill the prince after seeing what he was. Mm, and they just lock him up. Maybe. And he done gone crazy down there. It's uh, starting to add together. But if this guy made whatever's in the basement like it's gotta be strong right real fucking strong mm. and out of control yeah 
But how the hell is it still active? That's what I don't get. Unless somebody coming back to feed it. Maybe well, the prince was, was sentimental. The, I was down in the basement of the church for 200 years. Nothing, nothing fed me. Yeah, but you wasn't bumping around down there. You was sleeping. Just saying it's possible is all. Yeah, I think you're right, Paul. You might be sentimental and stupid as hell. We're well, gonna have to we're gonna have to figure out what exactly it is we're dealing with, but I don't like the looks of this. This the kind of thing you you turn up evidence of and then you don't turn up no more. You think maybe somebody's trying to kill Camel? This could make a convenient assassin, whatever's in the basement. Uh well he said it was some people he used to do business with in in Chicago and they deal with ghosts or something and they're interested in finding out what's going on here so it could be that they know already exactly what's going on here and they just laid a trap try to take out uh, his best and brightest and he kind of smiles by uh, having us go investigate it to weaken him so that when they get here to town complete the sale of this building that uh, you know they have an easy place to move into. They got Camel out the way. I think it makes sense. I think you got it. We better call him or go back home and talk to him. Uh, what happened to the others? The uh, that that Mexican and the. Uh, so let's jump back over Sam. to the Mexican and the Jew. And all oh, right, uh, I forgot he was Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been perfect. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> So we screen swipe, star swipe over to that section. And uh, the cop hits the ground. His head like bounces off the pavement. And he just screams out, ah, shit. And then uh, you got a full grasp of both of his ankles, Sam. What do you do? I'm going to pull him under and knock his ass out. All right. What, are you going to punch him in the balls? <laughs> you're kind of a, you got him, you're pulling him under. You can't like really fight him under there. I mean. You can't punch him in the head? <laughs> You're laying like on your back or so your as, belly. as I pull him under, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna say Marzo Have you ever been underneath the his car? Head. <laughs> Marzo, stomp his head. As uh... I pull him under. <laughs> Yo man, do we Marzo. got we gotta kill this guy though. Marzo's kill, gonna like... just come out with your with your heel of your foot. Uh, He's like kicking wanna, in and Yeah, I, wanna, I guess I'll try to knock him out. Alright. So he has his gun in his hand. So there's gonna be uh his gun in his hand. <laughs> dangerous, dangerous situation here. You got handcuffed Marzo with your feet hanging out of the car. The cop is like exposed Actually, from the waist. Actually, can up. I? Can I? Instead of knocking him out, can I just try to kick the gun out of his hand? Uh, I'd say that's a little more difficult since he is trying to pull it up to shoot it at you. Uh, I feel like he would have dropped it. I did too. Fucking scary. He totally would have dropped it. He didn't. So. <laughs> Doesn't really matter what you feel. <laughs> did he roll to make sure he didn't drop the gun? I did. I got D10s all over my desk over here. Really? Can you take a picture? No. Take a picture of those results? <laughs> I don't believe you. Sure, I'll find some D10s and send it to you later. <laughs> so, what do you want to do? So, you want to knock it out of his hand? You want to disarm him? Yes. With your feet? Yes. <laughs> all right. So basically, you're just going to try to kick it out of his hands, is what you're yes. going to do. So we'll make this uh, like a contest, contested roll. Um, <clears throat> let's see. We'll do his, hold up, let me pull up his, my cop. I want to use my strength and my brawl. 
<laughs> I don't think you get to choose what you want to use. That's <laughs> not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I don't like know the use. mechanics of it. Just make sure it's so I use my strength in my brawl. <laughs> right. He's taking Marzo to a whole new place. Uh, I'm going to say uh, I'll do strength and it's really the only one it makes. I'm going to say it's not brawl because it's not fighting. I think it's just more athletics. You're trying to hit this moving thing. Let's do strength athletics. Okay, so you beat him. <laughs> And uh, on the check. Uh, so he is like flailing around. He can't get good positioning as he tries to bring the gun right up to you. You just like take your big boot, kick it right in the, kick him right in the wrist. The gun goes flying. It's a couple feet when backwards. He kicks it, when he kicks it, he goes, yeah. All right, he's kind of impressed. maybe startled by that. <laughs> <laughs> by the yeah. And uh, he kind of like scrambles and tries to grab it as he's getting pulled a little bit more underneath the car. Sam, what are you doing? Or what's what's you do? What are you doing now together? This weird tag team move that you're doing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep pulling him and I'm like, Marzo, knock him out. He's kind of he's basically pulled as much as he can go without you sliding yourself out from underneath the car on the other side. He's got his basically from his okay, waist I up. I got you. Both under the car, yeah. So yeah, I'll just I'll just keep I'll keep moving out of underneath the car. Okay. You're pretty strong, so you're dragging him and sliding him down. And more so, you see this guy pass between your legs. Yeah. I want to go grab the gun. You can see the red lights flaring up down the street as the ambulance is now approaching. It's like a block away. Can I, uh, can I, like, how can I describe this? Can I shake him underneath the car so that he, he like, <laughs> whacks his head under the under, on the undercarriage? <laughs> like, like a rug or something? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's not how that works. Like a wiggle, a you know, a wiggle shake. I want to. You can't whip him. No. I want to use the. I want to pick up the gun and, and whip him across the head. You're handcuffed. Your hands are behind your back. I want to break the hand. Okay, that's a different. Thing. All right then. And then uh, I want to pick up the gun and I want to. Why don't you grab him by the arms after you break your handcuffs, and we can make a wish. But we can make a wish. We can pull yeah. him from underneath the car. Marzo doesn't want to have to kill this guy, though. He's not that kind of guy. Or does he? Let me, uh, we know he's on. not. He, he he let a guy, a cameraman, get away from, from him. <laughs> Revealing he, us all. He didn't know he any that of guy that. Go. He's gonna kill <laughs> he didn't know about any of that. Right? Cop would have killed you. Yeah. So I don't think you're just going to be able to snap it like Hulk-like, but uh, give me a uh, strength and um, athletics check for Marzo to see if you can find something to put leverage on to snap this out. God damn it. Beast your failure. Wait, so, can I use my willpower? You can. Do so you re-roll okay. three dice? What do I re-roll? Just roll 3d10. But you can't re-roll your hunger dice. All right, so you pick up an additional success, uh, which uh, lets you clear it. Yeah. So, um, you're just, uh, you go over to that corner. Uh, well, I have to say you go over to like the wreckage where the truck is, and you like kind of hang yourself, uh, hang the, the back of the cuffs on like an exposed part of the vehicle, like the bumper or something like that. Maybe part of the, the frame, some strong part, and you kind of put leverage on it, and you just pull and pull and pull, and you can hear the metal of the truck kind of bend a little bit. And then finally, it just snaps. Um, your wrists like 
part of the cuffs feel like they're almost embedded in your wrist at this point, but the chain of the cuffs snap, not the cuffs around your wrist themselves. So you still have the physical cuffs on your wrists, but your arms are free. It was like pretty badass watching that. Yes. It does also look like you just broke out of prison. But no one's watching. o'clock in the morning. What about the Asian guy? He's watching, right? Well, there could be someone watching from the window if you don't know. Hope not. You are downtown LA. You better hope no one's watching. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, if they did watch, they'd probably be pretty impressed. And uh, the ambulance is on its way. What are you doing? All right, I want to pick up the gun. Okay, you run over, scramble, pick up the cop's gun. I don't want to whip him across the cut. I'm not going to. Okay. Um, that would be uh, strength plus melee. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy business. He's kind of stuck. Sam's got him by the feet. He can't move vertically because the car is on top of him. Uh, so you can easily just kind of go up and just grab his neck and then take the butt of the gun and just full swing right across the side of the head. And given that you can, you know, pick up a dumpster, uh, the force of your blow to his head is easy enough to just knock him out on the spot. Yeah. All right. I want to put the gun in, my, in the front of my pants. Kind of like. Okay. Let's go. We got to go. Like a badass. It's like tucked in. Yeah. And the red lights are like basically flooding your vision as the headlights of the car also wash over the scene. Yo, Sam, grab the bag. We got to cheese it. It's already in the car, so just go to the car. All right. All right. So you guys run away. (laughs) You sprint away from the car. The cop is just kind of laid out there. Um, Big, like, bludgeon, bruise, slash, blood mark on the side of the skull underneath the car. And uh, the ambulance, the paramedics kind of pour out of their vehicle. And uh, they see you running away, but uh, are preoccupied with their, their job, which is to help victims on the scene. So they run over there. And you run into your car, and you get in the Odyssey. Where are you going? So, uh, so I'll tell him what I tracked. Like, so I went down the alley, and I, I couldn't find nothing but the, but another bag. He must have either went back towards the hotel, or up and down that street there. So let's drive up towards the hotel, up that street. Maybe we'll run into him. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, Fourth you know, time's the charm, boys. Slide into the, <laughs> slide into the, leather leather seat, and yeah. And grabs the uh, automatic uh, lever next to the wheel. He pulls it down, put it to drive, and and, uh, and starts it up. And then, it starts uh, up. No, oh, okay. I figured what you were doing. <laughs> and uh, then he uh, he speeds off. Wait, is that the Ghostbusters song? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. I thought maybe we went thriller or something today, but Ghostbusters. Right. So yeah, you peel off and head towards the uh, hotel. All right. Um, so let's jump back over to the people in the room. What are you guys doing? As the music slowly fades out. No, that fades out as the scene transitions over to you. Hear us coming down the street, <laughs> blasting out the windows. Listen to the Ghostbusters song and no ghosts appeared. I I'm out of ideas, guys. I think um let's track down that Jew and Mexican and get back to Campbell. See what you know, let him know what's going on. So we were dealing with some shit here, boys. Sound good. Maybe we ought to wait here for him. I don't know. They got a fucking phone. Can you call him? Uh yeah. I'll do that. Find out the fuck they at. 
There's a there are ride. I'm gonna go uh talk, I'm gonna go talk with sweet Katie again, see if there's any historical information we might be able to read between the lines on discover just who is responsible for this fucking mess. I'm just going to finish my tea. Great work, okay. Alexander. You're gonna have to teach me that magic shit. Yes, sir, Mr. President, sir. So I'm gonna call up um Sam and Marzo. So it rings for a bit before Marzo is able to hear the sound of his phone cutting through the. Well, I mean, that's, that's like... not. That's, hold on. That, the music is what's playing in the story. It's not what's playing through the radio of the bar. That's right? not what you're playing in your car. <laughs> no, that's that's just how you know. Like if you're watching a movie, that's the song that would start playing as they're like going down, going after. I, I'll, okay, I'll be actually planning like, in your car then. Sounds like a missed opportunity to me. Mm-hmm. If I if I was going to say what was playing in his actual <laughs> car, oh, give me one second here. It's foreigner. Uh, I feel like I feel like I should dock you XP for this. Bad why, bunny. Why would you? Uh, why would you dock me? Bad bunny. Experience This would be uh, good. Uh, <laughs> it's so easy to tell when Josh is flipping through his phone while he's talking. <laughs> 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 why would you? Uh, why would you do that? Uh, why would you do that? Shiba 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 shiba. All right. Um, I guess I'm gonna follow Lightning Red down to the desk while um, I'm trying to call them. Okay. All right. They so pick up uh, the first time I take it. Marzo, are you gonna answer the phone? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I expect this kind of thing from that again, <laughs> but that you's supposed to be on the ball. Uh, all right. We're gonna go with. Uh, oh my god. god. <laughs> I listened to that like an hour ago. I'm just like... Yeah, so that's what's playing on the radio. And then the phone the phone starts to ring and it just happens to be the same ringtone as this phone. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Okay, he's he, he answers it. And he's like, Yo, Paul, what's up? That's what I wanted to ask you. Yo, someone broke into my van. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, we had to go chase him down. Okay. Any um progress on our issue? Yeah, we um we're coming back. That's good. We've but had we, some we gotta, progress but ourselves. We're, but we're chasing someone down first. Tell him about the drugs. Right, got is drugs. Sam, can I talk to Sam, please? Yo, Sam, he wants to talk to you. All right. Hello? Hey, Sam. Hey. How's it going? Uh, yeah, so we've had some progress on our little friend in the basement. I think we need uh-huh. to go back to Camel. Seems to be a rather serious issue. Well, I got some question for you. Do you know anything about a drug with a, with a rabbit sticker on it, a green rabbit sticker? No. It's, a white, it's probably a cocaine or something. It's got some kind of residue. Maybe you can figure it out yeah i'll take a look at it all right we'll be back in a minute all right yo 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 hold on let, let me let me say something to paul paul's hung up ball already <laughs> he doesn't realize I'm, he's I'm hung gonna, up I'm not gonna, yeah i'm not gonna make like paul hung up i was gonna hold the phone up <laughs> and then and then like uh and then marzo goes what's up <laughs> and then kind of like looks at sam kind of like waiting for him to be like yeah that's funny or something and I'll, and I'll just smile and I'll put the phone down. <laughs> and then uh, he just turns the, the music back up on the 
on the radio. He's like, okay, let's go find these guys. <laughs> so tasteful. <laughs> All right, let's uh, take a, a little break. Yes. Shavin. Roll call. Jamie. Here. Josh. Here. Mace. Do, 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 do. OGJ. Present. Jordan. Hola. <laughs> oh, wait. No, 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 no. Do me again. Do me again. Josh. President. President. <laughs> made it not funny. You must go to school in Las Vegas. You must be one of our kids. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Do me. Someone do me. Jeremy. <laughs> but. <laughs> I said, but. Do you want anything special with your car, Marzo? As you pull in? Um, parking. Oh, sorry, my bad. Sorry, you wanted to search a little bit first? Oh, it's actually well, yeah, on the way. On the parking. way. Yeah, on the way back, we want to look. Well, the streets are pretty barren. So anyone out and about, you're going to see. Um, and I feel like it's like it was like a block from where you're at. It's basically the hotel. So it's. If you were going to see him, um, he would have to have been running in a, away from like down the street in a, a far, like a farther location than the hotel. He could have ran to the hotel like Lickety Split in the time that you guys were fucking around with the cop. So he could be in a nearby building or um, that's probably your best guess is he's in a nearby building somewhere on this corner. Yo, this is going to be like a needle in a haystack. He says to Sam. I'll find him later. Try really hard. <laughs> really hard to pull out that expression <laughs> all right, all right so, Brad, you're at the front desk what did you want to ask uh katie so uh lightning kind of walks up with a uh, twinkle in sorry. his eye one thing too um as you're going down the elevator to the front desk um whatever lightning dread whatever artists like lightning red like you're all his time at the clubs and stuff like that he would have told people that yeah, this is my favorite artist this is my favorite group my singer whatever it might be whoever you would have talked about the most during your whole time in LA you happen to hear that artist song on the elevator on your way down oh it's Lizzie Bocamp yeah you hear Lizzie Bocamp's uh, famous tune um, why am I so sad <laughs> and then he just kind of like taps Paul on the chest and just points up like you hear that I'm gonna get her I'm gonna get her for perform at the casino Lizzie Bocan man you don't hear that beautiful guitar player she got the steadiest hand in the business she only like 20 some years old musician yes uh, good yeah you know with instruments not a laptop he kinda just looks over at Alexander and shakes his head <laughs> real music and uh, he's kind of put in a good mood by that. <clears throat> and uh, he goes strolling up to Katie. And he's just kind of singing under his breath. You know Katie May's a good girl. Yeah, folks say she don't run around at night. <laughs> as you're <clears throat> whistling that tune or singing as you come up, she's like half, half asleep basically at, at the desk. And you know, some up. folks say she may be a Cadillac, but I say she must be a Model T fold. 
She got that shape all right, but she can't carry no heavy load. Katie Mae, I need to know anything you know about the history of this building. I was wondering you might have a, some kind of like a book, history book, something like that. Uh, and she's like rubbing like some sleepers or something like that out of her, out of her eyes. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't, not really, I don't know a lot about the history. I've only worked here couple months um i think there's like uh if you go down um just down the hall there there's like a couple plaques like historical plaques uh that talk about the building something like that oh all right then katie may thank you very much she's like yeah just all the way down there just go past the chandelier and you'll see some plaques on the wall if i don't see you tomorrow hope i'll meet you early the next day have a good night katie may yeah, you guys get some sleep. <laughs> and uh, uh after <laughs> <laughs> he, he walks over to the Plex and uh what's that gift for, John? That's her <laughs> face. <laughs> yeah. It's probably accurate. So he um kind of goes over to the indicated zone to sort of read the historical information. Um <laughs> As you're walking over there, uh, I think um, <clears throat> Sam and uh, Marzo, you have now arrived at the parking garage at the hotel. What actions will you take after you arrive? Uh, I'm going to go to the lobby. Sam, uh, you know, gets his remote key and hits the lock button as he stares at Blask falling off. When you hit the button and go, boop, boop, you just see like another small piece of glass fall off. He <laughs> <laughs> just kind of like sighs and like uh, starts to head into the hotel. All right, so you guys are heading in. So, uh, Red, you're looking at the plaques, and um, the hotel itself uh, was built in 19. Uh, actually, sorry, the hotel itself was built in 1923 been around for quite some time but it was uh after that it was a designated a historical landmark in 1969 and uh it originally was uh called the uh a different name what the fuck i just lost lost it god damn anyways so there's a lot of information up here like it's like a like a timeline basically from when it was founded to like Here's a picture of uh, Marilyn Monroe staying at the hotel and like all that kind of stuff. Uh, what specifically do you want to look for? Uh, information about like the owners or the founders or like any. He's kind of just like trying to read between the lines for any sort of occult information or vampire stuff. Okay, so you are uh, going through um, like all these like pictures and things like that. And let's see. I'm going to put this at a three, and I would like you to make a wit and I guess, I guess investigation is more applicable. They're the same dot for you either way, but yeah, wit's an investigation. Ain't my strongest role. Nah, probably be tough. <clears throat> yeah, so you're looking through the Can pictures. Can I re-roll and, the one? Uh, sure. Hey picked up an extra okay um so you're looking through the pictures and descriptions and whatnot and uh there's a lot of names they all sound like corporate groups and things like that uh but you will notice um 
in the early 2000s. Uh, maybe the one thing I've noticed the first time that the hotel was bought by a private owner. So before it was owned by like uh, committees or some sort of corporation, but now it's currently under private ownership. And um, yeah, with that, with that role, that's about the only thing you can really pick up. And the private owner is uh, the name listed is uh, Philip Rigardo. Rigardo. Gregardo. I have to check with Levi about this Gregardo character. And he kind of and just are... good. Sorry. wanders back towards Paul. So it's around that time uh, Sam and uh, Marzo appear from the entrance to the garage out into this main gallery here. And uh, since there's no one around, you can hear their footsteps kind of clack against the marble floor and echo down. Seems like he's kind of like in deep in thought, but then the click clack wakes him up a little bit, brings him back to it. You see Marzo and uh, Sam. Sam's carrying a long big duffel bag. Thank you. I was going to say that. Good job. (laughs) That's why I'm a professional. (laughs) And I'm also drinking Max coffee. Mm, It's delicious and sweet. It feels like my teeth are going to fall out. Max coffee. That was a plug. So I'm going to be like... (laughs) Paul, we got a lot of we got a lot of tech stuff over here for you to check out, and some. Uh, I'll just like wrinkle my nose. Some stuff for you to check out too. <laughs> so, should we go back up to the room, or or should we? Uh, Paul is gonna look around. Is there anybody within earshot? No, I mean you do notice that your voices carry pretty easily in this corridor, but there's no one else around. Right. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yeah, we're dealing with something, I think, outside of our abilities. So we might want to uh, find a higher power. Well, we were chasing down that dude, those uh, people in the white truck. They saw the white truck too, right, before? We all saw it, right? We all know the story. I don't know how much Marzo explained. I can't recall mm-hmm. exactly how much he told everyone. I explained very little. Well, Marzo's van was broken into by some dude who was uh i guess snapping pictures of him earlier so we went to chase him and they crashed and yeah one of them got away and we could uh we could spend some time trying to find him he can't be that far from here <clears throat> the masquerade is at stake we should definitely we should deal with this right now and i'll like kind of look at marzo and be like well it, it could be at stake and i'll take out then i'll like open the duffel bag there's a camera right it's a camera a video camera? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this was in the truck. And, like, show it to Paul. Can I, like, play it back and what's on it? I haven't... Uh, yeah, it's got a... Oh, sorry, you're asking. I'm sorry. Good. I haven't I haven't watched anything yet. I don't know how to, this things work. I know this is more... All that newfangled technology these days. Yeah. It over. It's been around since the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hand it over. I'll take a look. I do. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, can I figure out how to watch it? YouTube video about how these things work, but yeah, there's a power button so you can turn it on and you pull open the little flap that has this LED LCD screen on it. And um, yeah, there's a menu and there is um, you can see that whatever memory card is in here, it's giving you like the error sign that is full and that you need to change it or delete videos or something. Perfect. Um, yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want to watch 
So you just pull up a video at random, and uh, you see uh, this young white male with a shaved head, little spikes of hair on the uh, corners of his head that are pink. And uh, if you don't remember, for those that weren't here last time, looks like this. <coughs> looks like the fire starter. And he got piercings in his ear and his nose. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, he's got the camera like pointed to his face. And uh, he, after you watch it a little bit, it looks like they're in some abandoned building. And he's like, he's like, all right, all my ghouls, how you guys feeling tonight? You know, today we're live location right here at the uh, old abandoned church here on Mill Street. I told you guys we're going to find some ghosts tonight. And then you like fast forward it. And uh, you can see this is like uh, a not edited version of this because there's lots of time where he's like not talking to the camera and he's talking to another group of people that's with him. And they're just talking about like, okay, well, you get over here and we'll set up the shot like this, blah, blah, blah. And you can definitely see in the middle of these scenes, like they're opening these little bags that have this uh, green bunny sticker on it. And some of them are snorting it and some of them are taking pills and things like that. And then the next scene, they're all jacked up and they're like talking about finding ghosts and shit. And you skip through that and then you go to another video and it's just lots of different videos of this. But you do notice that at the each of these videos at the end, you know, he's plugging his YouTube channel which is like uh, Baggins Ghostbusters or whatever. And he's like... Uh, Baggins Ghostbusters. Yeah. Nice. yeah. All right. Um, I'll freeze frame on a, a spot that shows his face and ask like mm -hmm. Marzo and Sam, you know this dick? Yo, I know that guy. This guy's a uh, punk. Yeah, he'd taken pictures. Took pictures of you? Well, yeah. He was uh, taking some pictures. I asked him what's going on. And I just... Uh, well, you know, I figured he was uh, part of the... Uh, you know, Honda, Honda Charter Fan Club or something. He, uh, he was kind of hard to talk to, you see. He, he's really jittery. But, uh, you know, I told him, you know, quit, quit fucking doing that shit. And then, uh, yeah. <clears throat> think you were a ghost or something? Why do you take pictures of you? Well, like I said, like, I think you wanted to get pictures of Honda. Sam, is this the, like, do, do these guys know what's going on? I don't know how much they know. They know something. You heard them calling people ghouls in the video, right? Yeah. So we're thinking they're bloodsucker. They're they're feeding off of us. All right. Does that count for the the masquerade? Like, do do we do we have to deal with these guys? What? I don't know how this works. St. When he says yes. ghoul, do do we do we? Is that what he calls fans, or or does he mean like legit ghouls? Like, because that's what we said. People that drink blood are right. They're called ghouls. Uh, yes. Both of those words, um, based on the information you know, or as much as you've investigated so far, you wouldn't be able to tell one way or the other. Okay. Ooh. Lightning, you seem to have uh, a handle on kindred decorum. Do uh, do we need to take care of these guys? Is this going to threaten the masquerade? What do you, how should we deal with this? They got pictures of Marzo. They're hunting ghouls and whatnot. Well, let me get this straight. He's at the place that was... Uh putting blood in the boigers and then he's snapping pictures of one of us Sorry, and then he's, he's running from y'all and uh he's got uh one of them video channels on the internet yeah i think we better take care of this before uh our friend here end up on that channel that's all making sense this is a great plan red lightning I, I like what you're doing all right let's uh you know where this guy's at well uh yeah, I mean, we, uh, I think we, uh, saw him earlier, and that's who we were chasing. And then, uh, you know, they're, uh, van wrecked, and his buddy's dead, but, uh, he's missing. 
We Ran think away? he's somewhere between. We think he's somewhere between here, the hotel, whoa, whoa, whoa. and the whoa, accident. Whoa. You killed him? No, no. Uh, he was the one that uh, broke into my car. Right. Oh God. I know it's gonna be a fucking fortune to fix that window. Needle yep. in the haystack. <laughs> well, what can we do to draw his dumb ass out? Why don't you uh, write him on the internet? Tell him we got all of his shit. We're gonna tell him he's gonna put them drugs on the internet or something. Yeah, I, yeah, I like this. Um, you know, blackmail. Yeah. Why does it have to be black? He just shoots a look at Alexander like, don't start. <laughs> <laughs> Marzo's eye just like rolls his eyes, like you know, knew this was coming. What could it be brown male, huh? <laughs> Back in my day, we used to call it white male. Damn Brits. So what's the? Uh, what do you? You know, know the Brits were going to abolish slavery, and that was the cause of the so-called American Revolution. Anyway, let's not dwell on it. Uh, <laughs> I think we're getting confused here about history. Uh, no, I don't think we is. Anyway, why don't we, uh, why don't you do it? Revolutionary War, not Civil War. Yeah, Revolutionary War. The Brits was going to do away with formalized chattel slavery. You really going to talk to a black man from the South on this topic? Let's just, let's, uh, masquerade, guys. Masquerade. And he just points at Paul and at Paul's, like, crotch and says, get on your phone. Tell that some bitch we got all his shit and we going to publish it. And uh, they're gonna take him off the air if he don't fucking show himself tonight. And we'll You'll tell him he gotta, he gotta get my car registration back too. We'll just take care of his dumb ass. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna get on his his YouTube channel or whatever, and, and we'll see find out what he know, who else he know. We find out, uh, name all these other jokers, and we'll take care of all of them. Yeah, see if there's any contact, any way that I can like send him a message, sure. telling him that we have uh, his shit. So you usually pop up his YouTube channel, and before you get to the about section, the first thing that you immediately notice is that there is a uh, a live stream posted on his channel that's scheduled to go off in about 30 minutes. And the title of the live stream is Haunted Hotel, and there's about 2,000 people that are waiting for the live stream to start. Let's Jeez, go guys. talk to, let's go talk to, uh, what's her name? The girl at the front desk. Yes. Katie. Oh. Katie. So I'll relay that he's gonna do a live stream from the hotel. Uh, What's that mean? He gonna he gonna be here? He's coming here? Yeah, he's gonna be here, and um, we might be able to get the hotel to stop it because this is gonna be some real bad PR for them. Everybody thinking that their hotel is haunted. Maybe we might be able to get their security to find him. Starts in thirty minutes, uh, and I'm also gonna send him a message saying. Like acting like we just found a duffel bag on the street, and we like know it was his because we're huge fans of the of the cast, and we can meet him in the lobby of the hotel. Mm. Like we know he's gonna do it, so meet us in the lobby. We're waiting for him with his bag. I don't know if we ought to involve the hotel staff. This is gonna go the way we wanted to go. Uh, I think we should keep him out of the loop. I guess let's see if he's dumb enough to show up first. He looked dumb enough. So you put the uh, comment in there. And, you know, there's a very few comments at this point. There's just, like a couple comments. Just people. It's like, man, I can't, can't wait to see it. Every week it just gets more, more intense. It's comments like that. And uh, yeah, you put yours in there. And it's at the very top. What's your username, by the way? P Klein. 
So the username section, I'm going to ask Marzo what I should make my username to, to attract <laughs> this guy. Uh, mm, mm, yeah, okay, I no. guess uh, you want to get uh, you want to get his attention. Maybe, uh, well, I know what works for me. You know, putting a name like uh, Big Boobs. Big big Boobs for you or something like that. Man, I, I know if that's, I see a user like good. that, I click. That's I got to see that profile pic, you know? You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's real, that's real good, Marzo. With ghost boobs. Yeah, uh, yeah, ghost boobs. Right, and yeah. like, you know, bringing it all together, right? I like that. You put the yeah. ghost and boobs together. He's like, you, you know, know what? I think he's a... He's actually... He sound dumb as hell, but I think it's a good idea. You act like he's some kind of hot woman or something. And just, uh, if he asks, just describe Katie. Okay, right. Um, ghosts, ghost boobs, is what you're saying, right? <laughs> how about, like... It's a little on the like, nose, isn't it? How about, like, uh, uh -huh. Spectre Cutie, fucking underscore 28 or some shit? That's, that is beautiful, right there, okay. Or Spectral what? What if you cutie. put, like, a 69 in there, you know? Kind of <laughs> like that, you know what I'm saying? A little on the nose. How about a 420? We know he's into yeah. drugs. Yeah, that's a good one. XX420-69. Yep, all right. Yo, try to get a good profile picture, too. Google that shit. <laughs> just get a picture of Marzo on there. <laughs> <laughs> just that extreme low angle where you're seeing, like, the underside of his chin. <laughs> Take a picture of his armpit. Marzo, if you could real just, close. like, scrunch your arm up real quick. And then I'm going to take it so that it looks like cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking more looks like it looks like a clam. With, with nah, not that far just uh you know uh, and i'll make that the pick and i'll go spe spectral cutie 69 underscore 420 oh no that's it right there that works xxx underscore 420 and uh lightning kind of looks over the top of his glasses at the photo and he's like i'd click it it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna get like you're gonna get banned for like terms and conditions violations or something by youtube <laughs> <laughs> Um, Alright, so you post that on there. No immediate reaction to your post. Uh, so until he responds, I guess maybe we fan out and look for this guy? He's he's gonna start in 30, 30 minutes from here, unless he's running for his life. Alright, let's go find him. Alright, so you got about, yeah, well, at least uh, based on the live stream thing, you get about 30 minutes uh, before that would start, possibly. Unless he's, like, so, you know, dead or something. Katie. Okay, so you go up to Katie. She's still there. She still looks like she was just getting ready to pass out. And then you come back. She can hear your foot, footsteps clacking along, and she kind of pops up. She's like, oh, hi. Why, you guys are sure up late. Katie, first of all, thank you for calling us about the, the car. Uh, I have to apologize for... Uh, I had to lift the gate for us to get out real quick. The guys that broke into the car, yeah, we had yeah, to chase sorry. them down. Uh, I should have said that. Um, sorry, yeah, you needed us to to swipe the card yeah it's no problem okay um, i just want to apologize for that and uh we think that the guy who uh who did it he might be here right now he might have came back here oh really oh should we call should i call the police no we but we just want to we just want to talk to him we don't want to press charges just yet oh okay um you, would you happen to have seen real quick like, I, I don't there's no other really any guests right now have you seen this dude around the uh what's 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 his name do we know his uh, name? So you at, yeah, his, you can tell by it when you looked at his uh, YouTube channel. His name is Felix Baggins. Do you know, uh, has Felix Baggins been around? I know we talked about him earlier. Oh, yeah, that's, um, he, um, 
He's come by a couple times. He tried to get、uh, permission from management to do like, his like, show. I love his show. It's, it's, it's so cool. Like, it seems so real, like the, the ghost stuff. And,、uh, but, anyways, yeah, he tried、it、to get permission. It's like a, a sideline glance towards lightning. <laughs> <laughs> and、uh, it's,、uh, you know, but he tried to get permission a couple times, but we wouldn't let him. So he's, he's always wanted to do it here because, you know, this is really. You know, historical hotel, and there's always ghost stories associated with our hotel, but、uh, management, you know, never never gave him permission. So, and you haven't seen him today? Today, no, I haven't seen him.、Uh. Well, he's planning something right now here. She kind of like pops open her, her phone, flips up to it. She looks like you can you can see her phone from where you're standing, and looks like she's a subscriber to his channel. She's like, Oh my god, he's got a live stream. Oh, just says Han Hotel, though. You think he's here? He's here, and she looks, you like see her, like, kind of get excited, like she like, wants to meet him or something like that. And she kind of like looks around. He's like, I wonder if I can get like a picture with him. I get you're a no, fan, but、like... he's the guy that broke into our van. Oh, right. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. I get a little tired. I am.、Um, you're right. You're right. Uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, geez, gosh, what should I do? Hey, yo, yo, you can check the cameras, Katie, Katie. Uh, yo, can I see your phone for a second? Uh, uh, What? She kind of not、so、just, like she's hiding or anything. She's, she's like, like, why? Because she has it open, right? Like, what?、Yeah. Who's that?、Uh, what's that top comment? Ah,、uh, she like reads it. It's from Spectral Cutie XXX420. Ah, <laughs> she kind of just rolled her eyes and、uh, <laughs> said something about,、uh, yeah, come to the lobby. We got your bag. She kind of just like looks at everyone like she's just doesn't understand. Like here? Yo, you think、uh, you think she's hot? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. She kind of looks at the rest of the group. Just, you know, just saying, if you,、uh, you look at that, you think that's,、uh, you know, that's someone, you know, you, he's kind of like, you know, raising his eyebrows, you know, you, you know, I don't want to say it in front of a lady and all, but, you know, maybe you kind of get the, you get what I'm saying, right? You know, maybe. Yeah. So, Katie, you're, I guess you're into like, you, need. You, you want to meet this guy, don't you? It looks like he might be coming to the lobby right now. But yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, boss isn't here today. I told you guys earlier, he's, he's off. So, yeah, I guess so. Well,、uh, maybe you should head over there. He, he might just be coming to the lobby right now.、Uh, she kind of, you can see the lobby from where you're standing. She kind of like, she looks over at her monitor. She's like, well, I don't see anybody there yet, but、uh, if you think he's coming, yeah, I'll keep, I'll keep an eye. I, so, I guess you guys want to meet him too?、Uh, yeah, I'd like, to, I'd like to get a word with him. But,、uh, yeah, just.、Uh... And he's,、uh, he's just like,、uh, so, you know, she's, she's good looking, right? That、uh, Spectral Cutie. You'd believe that's a girl, right? <laughs> and he, she, like, she clicks on the profile picture and she looks at it. And she's like, it looks like, like one of those, like, you know, things people did in college where they, like, squeeze their hand together and make it look like a butt or something. I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's not a- that, though. I mean, right? It's probably, like, girl, right? You believe that? I guess you could like fold in your arm and use the you know, the fold in your arm too. It's definitely not a. Alexander steps like, in right here and says, Come on, let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Meet ourselves a dick. Come on.、Uh-huh. Let's go to the library. Let's go to the lobby. Not the library. The lobby. All of us. Right now. Let's go. Yo, aren't we in the lobby already?、Let's、This is the reception. At the end of the gallery. And、uh, Red kind of steps between the group and Katie and is like, 
Hey, uh, if you was chasing him and he's speaking kind of hushed, aren't they just gonna, isn't he just gonna like shit himself and run away when he see y'all? Let's all go and hide in the lobby. Yeah, that's a good plan. Maybe, uh, maybe y'all two should hide outside, wait for him to come in. When he come in, you, uh, come in after him. You know what I'm saying? And then we got him yeah, surrounded. And then, uh, he can't do shit. Is there like a chandelier or something in there? Like, does it actually look like that picture? Oh God! <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> because that's where There's I want to hide. Okay. It is extremely well lit, by the way. <laughs> it is a chandelier yeah. with lights. Well, yeah, but I'm gonna be above the chandelier, not easily viewable. Yeah, nobody looks at the massive chandelier when they walk into a place. It's the first thing you ignore. Who looks, who looks directly at the light source? Only it's a chandelier. It's, it's to be looked at. It's to be, yeah, specifically to be looked at. But not now. Everybody's used to chandeliers. Nobody goes into a hotel and says, wow, look at that chandelier. He's not going to notice. I mean, nobody's going to tell you how to play your character, but it's a stupid idea. <laughs> If you want to be on a chandelier, you can be on a chandelier. No, 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 I don't want to be on the chandelier. I want to be above the chandelier. Okay. Directly above the chandelier. Right. Gotcha. Did you spell cutie wrong on purpose? Uh, no. That's just text too small for me to care. <laughs> <laughs> I got my like UI thing really low. UI is the scale UI thing, whatever. It's like 75. Because I only have one screen. Me too. I <laughs> twice as wide. <laughs> Baby, right. what's this what's this arrangement you're doing in the lobby then we got one guy on the ceiling what about everyone else <laughs> uh, me and Paul or Red and Paul can be kind of like the f- people to make contact with them with Katie I guess and then mm-hmm. Marzo and Sam should just like come in behind them and then we'll see what happens also, okay. how tall is the ceiling? Looks like a good mm. 25, 30 feet to me. That sounds so about right. So if I dropped on this guy, do you think I'd kill him? Probably not. All right, well, that's good. You would probably hurt him. I mean, come on, 10-foot drop is only 1d6 of damage, right? Indeed, yeah, anyways. I would imagine that dropping 20 feet is different from getting hit from something that falls 20 feet. Hmm? It's not as good as your legs at absorbing impact so i agree sir i guess we'll see if that's what you're gonna do is pancake him now i I haven't decided what i'm going to do yet i just know where i want to be all right so uh where's i'm sorry i kind of made miss where sam is where's sam in this so we're gonna we're gonna go outside and kind of hide so that way we can follow him in and block the exit so he can't escape all right so anyone who's gonna be hiding uh, outside or anyone hiding in general I need stealth rolls from everyone then. So this would be a composure and stealth. Yeah, Paul's not hiding. He's gonna like they got newspapers in the lobby, right? Uh sorry, let me uh let me it says failure on stuff, but I forgot to adjust the difficulty, so don't worry about that. Uh yeah, they got newspapers. Paul's just gonna take a newspaper, flip it open, have a seat and start reading away. Okay. So anyone else so just uh, Sam and uh Alexander hiding then? Alright. <laughs> Successful. Marza. Uh, stands 
behind a very small tree. <laughs> like a potted plant. <laughs> um, Red, are you uh, gonna hide? No, I don't think that this guy's encountered Red or or Paul, no. right? No. Yeah, so we're just gonna kind of mill around with Katie in the lobby. Okay. So you are passing the time watching the clock and uh, you know that this live stream is going to go off at basically 3 a.m. The witching hour, I think. Isn't it the witching hour? Not sure. Yes. And uh, it is, yeah. All right. Uh, so at 3 a.m. So you're just passing the time, passing the time. And you can see more and more con. Well, I guess you don't because you're not always watching YouTube. So you're just passing it until 3 a.m. And then, boom, 3 a.m. has hits. And no one comes in the lobby. However, Alexander, I guess I should have asked this ahead of time. Everyone has a burner phone, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perhaps. I don't guess I've ever actually thought about it. Paul's burner phone is ringing. It would make more sense for Paul to get this call. Paul's muted. Just a guess. Ring, 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 ring. I guess he's waiting for the ring, 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 ring. ring. Your burner phone. Ring, ring. Your drug phone is ringing. Your drug phone is ringing. Your burner phone. Hey, Paul. I'm back. <laughs> Paul, you're, uh, it's 3 a.m. 30 minutes have passed and your phone is ringing. Okay. Yeah, pick it up. Uh, it is Camel. Right. Says, you guys aren't back yet. What, what the fuck is going on? We had a complication, but um, I think we yeah, might... Yeah, well, it's about to get more fucking complicated because I got just some coded... He like, just cut you off. I got some fucking coded message. Makes it sound like the, that they're in town right now. The guys from Chicago. All right. Gave me some stupid uh, message like, hey, does the sun rise at the same time in Chicago as it does in LA? And then there's some fucking laughter and they fucking hung up. I don't know what the fuck that means, but uh, if they're on their way there, uh, this could get really shitty quick. What What are you guys, uh, you going to be able to fix this? So I'm going to scan around the lobby. Is there anyone within earshot? Um, the lobby is not like the gallery, so your voice doesn't carry as much, but uh, you would guess no. Alright. Uh, there's. I think we've been set up a bit here, Camel. There's a eight blood potency here. The thing that we're what supposed to be taking care of. Yeah. Yeah. There's an ancient. It's ancient here. We can't handle that. What do you mean? There's some old fucking lick running around in there? Uh, I think the proper term is a white. White? How the fuck is there a white in a hotel? Uh, I think perhaps the prince or something someone real old eight blood potency made something and has been keeping it as a little pet here at least that's our, our working theory have you seen it uh no we haven't seen it are you trying to get us killed the fuck no 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 that's fucking suicide uh what the fuck what that's what i think they're trying to get us killed or maybe you killed but why would they do that you just hear i'm like there's like a moment of silence it's just thinking Look, uh, fuck. All right. Well, can you, is there nothing else? Can you not, I gotta tell them something. If they just show up and fucking nothing's changed, then we're cooked that way too. So while that happened, our, uh, our new friend Marzo here has endangered the masquerade. So we're kind of dealing with that at the moment. But, um, what, what can we give them? It's, uh, I don't know. Just, just fucking make something up. Say you fix some other problem. Right. Okay, okay. I'll I'll see if Lightning's got any ideas. He's pretty resourceful. If there's a fucking white there, yeah, don't touch that shit. 
Even if it wasn't old, that's that's nothing to be fucked with. Why would it be? Uh, anyways, look. Uh, and if they do show up, you uh, yeah, you you tell them uh, you know, I did everything I could to get this set up for them. All right, yeah. you sell it good. Do, do I have your permission to send Marzo in just to confirm if it's a white or see what we have? But he's probably gonna die. Is that okay with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Send him okay. In. All right. Good. You stay out. Yes. <laughs> I'll keep you updated. Just hangs up. Now it is about 3.02, 3.03. No one in the lobby. The live stream would have started by now. Um, and it's not... Has it started? I want to check. Okay. Pop out your phone, clip up the live stream. And you can see um, the number of viewers has went up to about 4,000 or so. And... Um, which is pretty impressive. I mean, sure there's probably overseas viewers, but for three o'clock in the morning. And uh, you just see the video, it's streaming. And you can see uh, he's in some sort of dark alley. And he's got the camera pointed at uh, two other humans. Uh, one is a, a African-American female, like leather jacket, her hair is kind of pulled back. It's like the Afro when you tie it off in a ponytail, like that kind of thing. Uh, young and another white male with a uh, long black hair. And then he turns the camera to himself, and you recognize his Felix. Right, and he's gonna, like, he's like, I'm gonna oh, get right. right in on this. Okay. Dad, he's an ugly son of a bitch. You know where this place is? Can I tell him where he's at by looking? Oh, it's he's walking down an alley, and uh, he turns the camera to himself, and he says, "He's like, yeah, they tried to shut the baggins down, but you know, if we want in, we're gonna get in." And then you hear like the people behind him, like kind of yelling and shit, and you see like the comments kind of pop up, and he's like, "He's like, yeah, baggins, you're the man," like, that kind of shit. And then he turns the camera to, um, looks like the back of some building. And he's like, this is the way in, fellas. We're going to bust this fucking door in, going through the basement. Yeah, let's do this shit. Let's get knocked up. And then uh, you see That's the camera kind of like turn away. From knocked up. Awesome. And so, uh, you bring the uh, camera over to, Ka- you bring it over to Katie. Yeah. She already has her phone open and she's watching it. We got to, whoa, whoa, we got to stop him. We got to go. This, Ain't no time to talk. Nah, she can, looks she right. might tell us where it's at. And uh, he's like, all right, you confirm that. I'll get the boys moving. And he just kind of hustles yep. over to the front door where he's trying to gonna try to find Marzo and Sam to put them on the case. Okay, you find him. Uh, Paul, you bring the phone over to uh, Katie. And she's like already looking at it on her phone. And she's like, oh, I wonder where they're at. And uh, she looks up to you as you approach. Katie, you watching the stream? Yeah, I just, it just they just turned on a little bit ago. Do you know where this is? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of nondescript right now. And like, you know, Does as you're talking, like this building? progressing. Yeah. And uh, she's like, oh, I don't know. It's I can't really see much right now. And then you're kind of watching it together as you're talking. And uh, you get like basically like a, a pry bar, crowbar. And they're like busting in the door and like trying to squeeze it open. You can see like a couple of them. They're like rubbing their noses and stuff like they just finished ingesting something and um they're having trouble with it and they're running into the door and you see one guy he like just takes like a running leap into the door and a little bit out of sync like just before he hits the door your heightened senses you hear like a very faint boom somewhere inside the hotel and then on the video he hits the door and the door flies open and uh red is out front and he just takes two steps out and he doesn't immediately see them and he's like Sam, Marzo, get the fuck in here. They're trying to bust in the goddamn basement. Go find them. All right. 
Fucking stop him! Let's go. Let's get him. Alright, so confirm that it is his building. Um, I was gonna say, like... Bad mensch. <laughs> so, um... You know these guys do drugs, right? She's, really? Are you into she that sort like of thing? Totally innocent about it. She's like, oh, no, I could never... Um, yeah, I wouldn't even be able to get my job if I did something like that. Well, you don't want to try what they do, you know, on the drugs. It might make it more entertaining. <laughs> All right. Are you doing what I think you're doing here? What? <laughs> what do you think I'm doing? Uh, getting her to agree to try some drugs so you can feed? Maybe. That might be what's going on. <laughs> All right. I need some persuasion then. And um, Red just rolls up on Paul like... So Paul is like reaching into the bag to grab the baggie of drugs when lightning shows up, and he'll just drop <laughs> the bag, take his hand out. Yep. Paul, uh, yes. I sent the boys around back. We gotta go too. I mean, we gotta stop them. Let's go. Yes, yeah, I'll I'll be right there. I, I just want to check something on the security system. So uh, uh, you like, you go first. They're all around back. Good Do idea. I... And he's just gonna go try to yeah. find the know... fastest route to that where he thinks the door is in the back. Yeah, do I know okay. what direction the sound was from? Like, could I pinpoint that? No, it's, I mean, it's really echoey, especially when stuff comes through that gallery. You just, you could, yeah. it's, it was dead quiet originally, right? And you could just hear that out of place kind of thud noise. Okay. Alexander's wondering if he should leave with everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> he's still in the ceiling. <laughs> so Paul watches Lightning run away, and then he's going to go back and say, like, um, yeah, if you want to, uh, you know, they, they seem to have a lot of, a lot of fun tracking down ghosts. I uh, might be able to get you some of that if you'd like to try it out. Um. So give me a uh, let's say manipulation. Corrupting and... the youth role. <laughs> mm, you're not lying. So. <laughs> so I would say manipulation and persuasion. But I should have made it into a lie. <laughs> It'll make you beautiful. Boom. Four sevens. Jesus Christ. Jackpot. They were all sevens. So she's like looking at the phone and she's thinking. She's uh, looking so around. She's like, I notice her like looking back and forth and I don't wait for an answer. I just pull a bag out from the gym bag and I like whip it out. I'm like here, try some of this. What? What is it? How do you, how do, you do it? Do I smoke uh, it? She like looks at the bag. <laughs> no, you can either eat it. I would say that you should probably just put some on your tongue. Why don't you just lick the bag a bit? That'll work out. Lick the bag, honey. <laughs> just pour it on your head. Nope. Uh, she pops it open and kind of puts a little bit on her palm and like she's getting ready to take a shot at tequila or something like that. She kind of like licks it. She's like, oh, oh, it's so bitter. You got to take the whole thing. <laughs> it's, it's just like residue in the bag, right? Like there's lick not the that bag. much. Take the whole thing. Yeah. Lick the sack. Huh. Lick the sack of drugs. And so she like puts the whole her whole tongue in the bag and kind of like licks it clean, like flips yeah. it inside out and licks it. Yep. All right, enjoy the she's show. Like, she's like, ooh, ooh, ah, ooh, I feel kind of uh, funny. <laughs> Is there anyone around? I feel like I've got spiders no. under my skin. Ah! <laughs> All right, I'm gonna wait. I guess it's probably... You said she's feeling it already. It's a pretty quick reaction. But as soon as... If you just Paul, thing, like, she's just, you know, it's like self-enforced. Like, she thinks she should be high, so she's acting the high. The idea yeah. of doing it. 
Alright, I know that it's not in her bloodstream yet, so I'm gonna just leave it for a second. Be like, yeah, okay. you, you enjoy the show. And then I'm gonna run out, off after him. Alright. Take so the bag back, you, of course. Yeah. Okay, you take it. And yep. uh, you guys are bolting around, I guess, the back of the hotel. Um, and... Second. Yeah, so it's, you know, pretty large. Um, so you're running out the door going around the backs, I guess. Uh, you guys going together? Are you splitting up? Taking both sides or something? Or what's your route here? Let's follow after Lightning. So you're with Lightning, Marzo, and Sam. Which way? And Alexander, what are you doing? Well, I just watched everybody leave, and Katie's, I guess, still in that same room, right? She's still in the lobby? Yeah, she's behind the front desk. Yeah, she's behind the front desk. Marzo, let's go to that third floor room I'm, and jump down the chute. I'm going to stay still. Oh, let's do it. I think she might see me climb down. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so Sam and Marzo, you're going up to your room. But she's high, and... so maybe she'll attribute it to the drugs. <laughs> I saw well, a I spider think I know that exactly. I know I was joking. Me too. Okay. So Sam, uh, Paul, <laughs> and Lightning, you bolt outside, going around the back of the building. Sam and Marzo, you go up to your room. I would say Marzo and Sam get to their room first. Uh, and uh, yeah, you go in there. You go. You see the laundry chute again. It's I mentioned before. It's just wide enough that if you were in there, you could probably like you. It's not enough to where you probably free fall, especially for Marzo. He might have to kind of force himself down uncomfortably. But uh, you could remove like the little lid that's on the chute and get yourself in there if you wanted to. Yeah, I'm just gonna yank it off real quick because we're in a rush. I'm just gonna right, rip, rip it right off, off the wall. Just gonna then, yank it off real quick. And I fucking jump in head first. <laughs> Dive. Of course, I activate my my feather fall first. All right, let me let me just see how the, I haven't read it all the way. Weight of a feather. If the vampire has time to prepare, no rolls required as such direction during a sudden fall activated. Blah blah blah. Say you're prepared. You had the intent of doing this when you're going up there. As long as the power is in effect, the vampire is immune to damage from falling collisions and being thrown. You could like do this thing where you're just drive cars into people as a weapon and you just throw yourself from the car. Just don't yep. wear a seatbelt and you'd be fine every time. <laughs> yep. And use your it's triggering. Okay, cool. That rely on pressure too. Huh. Nice. Alright, yeah. So you kind of with the intent of going as fast as possible, you kind of like put yourself in that kind of like teardrop I dive am a, position. Um, and uh you just drop like a pen through the chute. <laughs> and uh it's not like a clean shot. There's like, you know, old screws and shit that are popping out in the vent. Um, so they kind of catch your clothing as you go down and take, put a big tear in your arm and stuff and cut your skin. Uh, just scratches, really. But you drop all the way down and you just plow right into a empty clothes basket. One of those big white bins that, you know, you see in, in hotels and shit. That's going to be loud. And uh, you slam no, right into it. Noise. And Oh, right. Uh and then you stop, and then you can hear like the machines of uh, these like industrial-sized washing machines that could fit like a small child in them. Um, they're all running, and you just hear that in the room. And uh, Marzo, you see him pass the chute. What do you do? Is it dark in this room? No, there's a light on, like a fluorescent okay. light. This isn't the point, but you could fit a small child in a normal washing machine too, right? I meant like maybe like elementary school then. Okay. Okay. We talking about a washing machine. <laughs> talking about you a laundry chute. You could fit a Rolling J's wife into one of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. Sorry to interrupt. 
Alright, Marzo, you jumping in? What are you doing? Marzo shuts down. Yo! Good down there! Come on! Okay! Geronimo! <laughs> Alright, so three stories is about 40. I make sure that cart's right there for him to, you know, get caught in that laundry. There was no laundry in it. I said it was empty. <laughs> oh. Is there one with laundry in it around that I could have put there? Uh, there's laundry in the machines. Oh. No, I don't have time for that. Alright. Well, I'll just try to catch yeah, him. Since he's plummeting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Marzo being a little thicker, uh, you're kind of like bouncing on your way down. It's not like a... You're not catching all the velocity that Sam would have got, so you're kind of like just hitting bumps along the way, and you kind of wiggle yourself free, and you drop a little bit more, and you get stuck again, and you wiggle yourself, and you get stuck again. So you're able to kind of like mitigate the entire fall by going that way. Um, and then just the last little bit, Sam kind of catches you as you drop down into the basket. Like that. <laughs> like a what? Are you... Oh. Are you like he went outside the, and the his mic? microphone is inside, I think. <laughs> like you're talking while juggling the mic at the same time or something. I say, is, it like, is it like in the movie where like a girl falls in the arms of like some boy? Get your arms around like, my neck. And then they like kind of give each other a look, but then like kind of like that like shy kind of awkward moment, go away. And then, like, oh, like another oh. 30 minutes into the movie, they'll kiss. <laughs> they like clear their throats like, all oh, right. Uh, we gotta get the job done. After they fight for a while. Alright, so Sam, out of Sam, uh, sorry, uh, Red and Paul, you round the building. And you're just like running and running and running, trying to find this room. And uh, you end up finding, it looks like a, like a delivery dock for, um, or like, if you ever seen like back at the hotels where like they would deliver stuff for like conventions and shit, where trucks would come in to unload stuff. Uh, maybe even like their food stuffs and things that you find that area and you see the dock and you see a, like a door maybe to the dock area and you see a second door um, on the side of the building that is burst in it's just hanging open on the outside that's what was, I heard oh, okay. is that not what you did I don't fucking know I just said I followed lightning so wherever I guess if we were going around the <laughs> and outside. he just lightning just looks at the door and then looks at Paul and goes oh fuck all right and uh well, just kind of rushes in with his um, revolver out. Yeah, Paul will um, leave his gun in, but he's gonna like look at the live stream, try to figure out where they are. Yeah, so you're kind of using that as like a, a map almost. Um, yeah. So as soon as you open up the door, the steps it just, just immediately goes to steps descending down. Hold on, and actually noises. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, What's that? Lightning. You know about this stuff do you think if we told the sheriff that this guy was about to blow the masquerade you think they're they could like shut down his live stream or something because this shit's getting real i don't fucking know we're here and who ah. knows maybe the sheriff's tasked to keep this whole fucking monster situation under wraps right should well this this jackass which, is which would mean killing anybody out. who knows anything about it including no. us now let's get the fuck in here okay all right, let's go. <laughs> so he kind of pushes Paul along down the stairs and then does his best to, like, make sure that the door gets closed again at the top. Okay. Just kind of, like, yeah, hoping against hope that uh, yeah. that thing is not out already. And uh, as you descend down, it goes immediately just to concrete with some 
sporadically placed uh, exposed light bulbs through it and it looks a lot like this through the whole complex down here there's like pipes and shit running through here it's mostly dark with just intermittent places of light kind of just like this picture um, with piping and whatnot and you get this like the industrial sounds like you hear all throughout down here whether it's like maybe a generator or like water rushing or whatever it may be there's just like a lot of ambient uh, bs noise which for um, paul is a, l a little bit annoying okay through the live stream can i identify any like specific equipment or pipes um so as you're watching the stream you can see like this exact same picture basically you can see them walking through a corridor somewhere with these pipes um and at some point through a combination of uh your heightened senses and watching the stream and kind of like maybe looking for triggers to sync up their actions with noise yeah. um one of the guys yells out on the stream like what the fuck was that like really loud like he heard something either fake or otherwise that's what he says and you can kind of hear that echo in the actual hallway that you guys are in. And uh, Red has heightened senses too, so he's gonna try to help. Ah, all right, my bad, I did not remember that. He yeah, has low he awareness, but heightened senses. <laughs> <laughs> my ears are burning. And, uh... <laughs> Y'all hide that? <laughs> my ears are burning. So Sam and uh, Marzo, you're in the laundry room. What do you do? Uh, we're gonna go search for these kids. Fold some laundry. Uh, all right. So you, there's just one door to this room, big metal door. We both try to walk through at the same time. <laughs> Give each other another awkward look. <laughs> Do the thing where like you go, you go first. And the other first. One. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And then they both try to go again. Say, <laughs> so ladies so first. the door. <laughs> and uh, Marzo, you see the ladies same thing. First. Age before beauty. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> that was my next one. So, uh, Sam, are you using your eyes at the beast here? Of course. Okay, so you can see very well in this situation. Mars, otherwise, for Marzo, it looks like how it does in the picture I shared. Oh, wait, you have eyes at the beast as well. So you're both good. Never mind. Beast so you guys went. are fucking good. Yeah, I forgot you guys Yogi are... Yogi and Boo-Boo on the case. There you go, Boo-Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Let's open up these fucking children like uh, some picnic of baskets. There's only two directions you can go to as you exit. You're like on the like a corner room, and there's one stretching to your left and one stretching to your right. You want to take the left, and I'll take the right. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Yes. Yo, I don't uh, like the uh, way that storyteller sound just now. Maybe we to stick together. Okay. Uh, so you split up, and uh, Marzo is going. Which direction, left or right? I think it's up. Okay. You're going left? All right. So James going right? Yeah. All right. So you split off in those directions. And you're traveling. And again, there's a lot of just ambient noise. It's a bunch of bullshit. It's really hard to kind of concentrate on any kind of sounds. And you're just kind of like pushing forward. And uh, Sam, uh, as you progress, um, the, the noise gets a little duller as you go forward and Marzo as you go forward it just gets louder and Marzo can actually start to hear this echo of uh, voices Marzo if I try to shout down to Sam am I far away for that or? you don't know I'm gonna try shouting can you try Close. to also speak into the mic <laughs> can, you, can you shout in the fucking mic <laughs> yo Sam I think it's done this way alright so you yell out Sam blah, 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 blah. and let's see what's Sam's uh 
awareness two yeah um so sam you can hear someone just say sam that's it all right because it's not as loud where i am either right right all right so i'll head back that way okay so you start traveling back so paul and lightning red as you progress down in here um you also hear someone yell sam in your section and lightning's like i guess they the boys made it down here too now i guess if they uh they broadcasting this thing live right we better watch how we handle this we can't have some hundred people knowing about it so we gotta we gotta find out a way to get them to turn this video off before we deal with them or a bullet would do it just gotta get that phone all right let's do it and he hustles off in the direction of the voice that he heard uh you know what I'm else just... let's act like we're cops that way when we shoot at them everybody will just think it's cops and shit you know yeah. plausible <laughs> because that's the uh the whole <laughs> undertone of this uh this chronicle cops bad <laughs> man just working uh, with what's real all right you guys are pushing forward so you got two options again you guys are coming to an intersection it's like a t you can go left or right um so which way did it sound like the sound would i be able to tell well, from where you're coming, it was just coming in the direction that you traveled, and then you went that way, and now you're at a T. Alright, on the live stream, do I see any type of particular pipes, like piping systems or equipment? It looks all very similar, except for the place that they're at now. They're coming up, and you just see, like, uh, they're at the end of a hallway where there is, like, a lot of really old furniture. Like, it looks like desks and chairs and shit from like the 60s or 70s like this looks like this like a dumping spot and uh on the stream you can see felix turning the camera and he's like this is where they hide it back here we're gonna move this shit out and get back here and just expose the truth of this hotel and then you see like him and his goons they just start like pulling their furniture and try to get right. back in this area i'm just gonna listen do i hear any okay. furniture moving about sounds coming from either direction um What's your with heightened senses and with both of you guys listen? Yeah, you think that's coming from the right. Clear the right. Okay, so you guys travel that way. Marzo, uh, you your group, you uh, you hear the voices. Sam, you've kind of I guess tried to double back to Marzo, and now you've caught up with him. What's up? Yo, you heard voices. I heard that. Yeah, I think they're down this way. All right, let's go. And the further that you travel, Marzo and Sam, the more you can hear the voices get louder and louder. And uh, you come to a, basically like a cross section. Um, so you're going straight, and then there's a, a hallway that cuts across right in front of you, and then you can also continue on. So it's basically a, a, a total cross here. And when you're about 40 feet away from that cross section, uh, you just see a black blur from right to left. <laughs> run right past in front of your face something just came across our in front of our face yeah about 40 feet in front of you at this intersection before you got oh, to yeah. it from right to left just blurred right across in front of your face yo what the fuck was that no and, and both of you being kindred can know that that speed is not that's not something uh felix would be able to felix would not be able to move at that rate Yo, I think we got some extra shit to deal with down here. Yeah, but this is the thing we don't want to fuck with, probably. Yo, maybe he'll take care of it for us, then. Uh, I'm going to take out 
my burner and call Paul. You look at your phone and you have no reception. I've got one of those new Kias. I got reception everywhere. Kia? Nokia, the bricks. Oh, Nokia. <laughs> yeah, you get no bars down here. Maybe <laughs> the uh, insulation or the concrete or whatever it is. All right. Um, well, what do you want to do if we find the kids? The guys? Uh, you know, well, uh... If you want to tear them up, then uh, maybe we should claws out, or we should claws out anyway, just in case. Well, uh, I still got this gun, you know, in the... Uh... You know, the sun's not going to do nothing if we run into that white. Well, yeah, I mean, not against the white, but if we run into the kids, they give us trouble. You know, it's going to be, you know, it doesn't seem like it's, uh, doesn't seem like something, you know, unnatural, you know, killed them, right? Just, how uh, many dots you got in firearms? <laughs> Yo, how many dots does it take to take a gun and point and shoot? Well, I'm going to put my claws <laughs> on just in case. The answer may surprise uh, you. Let me turn that on. That's I have to do a rouse check. Hey, baby. And you got it? Yeah. So your nasty claws extend. Are we going to head forward? Yeah, let's go. You first. <laughs> Age before so, beauty. Uh, the, noise, the noise is directly in front of you. And the figure that just uh, I just talked about moved to the left. So you can either go towards the noise or towards the figure. Which towards the noise. Towards the noise, all right. So you go straight past the intersection and head towards the noise. Where's so the we're going to get to a point now. What's that? Nothing. Sorry. What'd you say? I asked where the funk was at. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, never mind. I'm running through the halls like this. <laughs> the claws behind me. So... Now, the way the lights are, are situated here, um, you guys are both kind of coalescing on the same location, except on opposite sides of the building. So when you guys are coming down, uh, you're going to get to the Sam and Mars are going to get to the end of a hallway where you look to your right. You can see uh, at like the dead center of this hallway, uh, furniture and stuff has been thrown out. It's like it's just radically thrown on in the middle of the hallway like just with no apparent uh, purpose. And uh, there's another hallway that goes down that way in the middle. And then Paul and Red are out on the opposite end. You're following the stream, and you can see the pile of furniture that you saw in the middle of this hallway. Uh, Paul and Red cannot see Sam and Marzo right now, but Marzo and Sam can see Paul and Red kind of pop up at the end of the hallway. Paul's focused on finding this dude, so he's going to keep running after him. Oh, and also I'm going to put on the like sound of death or whatever. Like, I don't make any noise when I'm moving. Ah, obfuscate? Yep. Okay. Yep. I thought you said you were putting on death metal or something. <laughs> yeah, as I was going to get the sound of death metal. Silence of death. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. And, uh, yeah, you guys are kind of converging on the same point. And as you're about, like, halfway down the hallway on both sides, and with that pile of furniture in the middle, you can see over that pile of furniture, you just see another shadow again. The same one Sam and Marzo saw before. Just kind of blur right over the pile. Like it just kind of like like a bird almost in flight. It goes right at the pile and just leaps over it and shoots down the hallway, down the direction of the, uh, the YouTubers. And uh, Red just looks at Paul and goes, oh fuck. Yeah. Um, and uh, 
at that point at the live stream you can see a felix turn to the camera and he's like all right now let's get set up let's see if we can coax this out i'm uh i'm gonna be honest i'm a little nervous uh heard a lot of shit. did a lot of research though i got a man on the inside gave me some info tells me this is legit so uh you guys better get ready because uh get your diapers ready motherfuckers because you're about to shit yourself Paul's just gonna like shout as loud as he can, like, stop! It's the police! Put your hands up! <laughs> and on the live stream, you can just see like uh, Felix's head just kind of pops up and like looks behind him. And then that's where we'll stop. So we're stopping for the Quick end. cut over to Alexander, still on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander's just like, I'm not gonna do this today. <laughs> Is he coming in? <laughs> Where is everybody? When Alexander isn't around, everyone should be asking. Where's Alexander? <laughs> Alright guys, I gotta go. Can you I'm you I'm to get more sleep next week.